Blog Talk Radio. Yes, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are listening to us. This is The Cricket Show. Hello and welcome to all our listeners, wherever you are in the world. The Cricket Show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Cricket Show. You can call us at 1515-605-9850. You can also email us. Uh, send us an email, thecricketshow at comcast.net. Reminder, the Cricket Show Comcast is one word, no space. Set your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. I am Dennis Heath, sitting in for Leon Francis. Today is July the 3rd. July, tomorrow is July the 4th, is Independence Day a day of celebration marking the date that the United States proclaimed independence from England in 1776. In many households all over the United States, this is a day of remembrance and celebration. However, in the Francis household, this day is held in memory and celebration of the life well lived by Eunice Francis the late wife of our host, Leon Francis. Today, there were heartfelt messages of remembrance of a life well lived. This was a day filled with touching sentiments and moving tributes. There were moving messages of thanks to the many friends and relatives 
who contributed and assisted Leon and Eunice during her illness. It was with songs, prayers, and tributes that Eunice Francis was remembered as a friend to all and an enemy to none. Leon spoke of his love for his departed wife and his sorrow, sadness, and the emptiness in his life now that she is gone. And while choking back the tears, Leon appealed to all of us to help in the fight to conquer dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Please donate to alzheimers.org. Thank you. And that was a little shout out to Leon. I know he's somewhere out there. He's listening, but uh, may be able to say hello to us if he's actually uh, hearing my voice now. Leon, are you there? You can say hello to the audience. Yes. Thank you so much for that, Dennis. Yes, I'm actually listening and uh, out of town, but uh, through the technology, you can be hooked up. So, yes, indeed, thanks for all the sentiments that were expressed and those who, you know, sent emails and text messages. And believe me, I was overwhelmed and I could not withhold the tears yesterday because um, when I saw how the people embraced us as if we were, you know, royalties, and I tell you, it was overwhelming, overwhelming, and we are so happy and thankful for all the kind words and expression of love and kindness that was shared to us. And uh, my niece, the one you love so much, Dennis, she sang, and she sang from her heart, and we had some real, real good music. We did some rehearsal at the church, and she was outstanding. And, you know, all in all, my daughters, they were right on top. One wrote in an article in the tribute column, and the other one spoke, and my grandson, he was one who... You have brought more tears openly than anybody else that I know. And he, too, was was happy. And my son-in-law was here. So we were all together, and we had a wonderful reunion together. And thanks to the, both the Caribbean Global Voices and, of course, the Cricket Show for the kind words and the kind exposure and sentiments expressed over the past months. And we are indeed grateful. So, just going to hang with you this evening, and hopefully I can contribute as much as I usually do. But um, I'm grateful for this kind words that you expressed, and I must come in and say thanks, thanks to you, Murchis, and all the other folks who were listening. And I've gotten calls from all over, from North Carolina, from England, from Canada, from New Jersey, from Antigua. And one lady said to me, when I cried, she was crying too. So that just oh, make, make me feel so so that we did our part. Thanks again, and may the show this evening be, be blessed and have a wonderful show as well. Thank, thank you very much, Leon, for those kind words. Now, Murchis, you're with us. You can say hello to our audience before we move on. Hello, Murchis. Come on in. Good afternoon to each and everyone. Good afternoon. And Mr. Dennis. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mr. Francis, it was lovely sitting on the memorial service yesterday. It was a okay, pleasure. Thanks. 
acolytes and everything, and the singing was wonderful. I did enjoy that. So I'm hoping that it kind of puts ease on your feelings. Right, right. What you say. With family, yeah. you had much comfort. Yes, so, indeed. And just say good afternoon to every one of you out there. Listen, welcome to the show, the cricket show. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us again, uh, Murchis, and we look forward to continuing. Uh, now, this one, two bars or so of this one, is expressly sent for Leon and family. So let's hear this before we go on. for you and family. We hope that God will take care of you right there. And we joined by Ivor, Ivor or Donna. Uh, could be Ivor or Donna. Which of it? Which of you two is out there? It's Donna. Hi, Donna. Welcome again to the Cricket Show. We are so happy and delighted to have you join us again today. Say hi to our okay. audience. And Leon is listening and Murchis is also here with us. Good afternoon to Marcus, Leon, and to you, Dennis. Thank good you. Afternoon. Okay, good afternoon. All right. Thank you all for joining. Now, we know when Leon's in the hot seat, he usually opens this session with a prayer. Leon is on holiday right now, though he can hear us and join us sometimes. So what I will do, I will give you the opening verse of the serenity prayer, and we hope that Leon will forgive and accept. God... <laughs> Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things that I can. And wisdom to know the difference. Thank you. That was the serenity prayer, the first verse from Reinhold Niebuhr. Now, the opening remark, the opening, uh, our outline, we will have... ICC News, followed by Cricket West Indies News, and Cricket West Indies tells us about coach development course 
the West Indies against Bangladesh, T20 and ODI ticket information. CWI again, India in the West Indies, the tour operators have been announced. CWI men and women's contracted players have been announced. So we'll hear all about those who have been contracted for men and women's team. CWI T20 and ODI squads announced. So you can see that they are busy there in the Caribbean. And we have news and scores and matches from the Toyota Minor League and Team USA playing out there in uh, Africa. They are trying to qualify for the T20 Cup final. Then there's India playing in England, a fifth match replay, which was called off late last year. And we have Sri Lanka and Australia in their first test match. And finally, if we have time, we should have time for this one, West Indies and Bangladesh. T20s, one yesterday was rained out, washed out, called off, no results. But the second one today was an exciting feature. And we hope that you will join us and share with us your thoughts on what may have taken place game. So there we have it. We will move right in there unless anyone out there has any other news they wanted to share with us please do so now or we will move forward anything leon donna yes yes just just a note here that i just got a text from Ivor, not Ivor, from oddly that he'll be running a little late he'll be around about 6 30 he'll be with us thank you all right, that's um, oddly. Well, we will take him when he comes in on time. All right, nothing from you, Donna. We will move on. So, cricket... thank you, uh, thank you, uh, Donna. So, cricket West Indies. Oh, I'm sorry, I think this is ICC news. I have got my papers all mixed up, but uh, nonetheless, let's move on with okay, ICC news. The battle for the two remaining spots at the ICC Men's T20 World Cup 2022 takes place in Zimbabwe next month with the next with the match schedule now confirmed for the eight participating team. The ICC Men's T20 World Cup Qualifier B is scheduled between 11 and 17th of July. The event features host countries Zimbabwe, alongside Jersey, Hong Kong, Netherlands, Papua New Guinea, Singapore, Uganda, and the United States, all competing for the two spots that will take the qualifier B finalists to the World Cup between 16th of October and 13th of November. Singapore and Zimbabwe their places in the qualifier B based on their rankings in the ICC MRF Tires men's T20 team rankings. Netherlands and Papua New Guinea entered the 2022 qualification pathway at this stage following their finishing position in round one and two at the 2021 edition. Whilst the four remaining teams, Hong Kong, 
Jersey, Uganda, and USA advanced from the regional finals. The winner of the qualifier B will go into Group B in Round 1 in Australia with Ireland, Scotland, and the West Indies, with the runner-up filling the final spot in Group A alongside Namibia, Sri Lanka, and the United States, and United Arab Emirates. My apologies on that one. The ICC Men's T20 World Cup qualified match schedule 11th of July, Zimbabwe will play Singapore in Zimbabwe Queen Sports Club. And on the same day, Jersey and United States will play. And Netherlands and Papua New Guinea, Hong Kong and Uganda. And the matches will continue daily, 12, 14, 13, 15th, right through to the 17th of July. I won't give you all of the details there, but we have the first four or five games. If you need some more additional information, get in touch with us at the Cricket Show, and we'll be sure to give you or share with you those outstanding matches. And I'm delighted to see that we've been joined with, by Coach Jatin. So let's take a pause and welcome Coach Jatin. Coach Jatin, hello. Come on in. Yes, good evening, everyone. I'm back on the show today. Good. Good. Let's carry on with the topic you have. All right. Thank you, Coach. Now, we will move on to uh, high Cricket West Indies news. And Cricket West Indies are happy to announce that uh, high-performance staff completed successful series of coach development events in Trinidad. Director of Cricket Jimmy Adams and Coach Development Manager Chris Brabazon completed a successful three-week development program with local coaches in Trinidad and Tobago at the National Cricket Center, Kuva, May 31 to June 17. The series began on May 31 during the final round of the just-completed West Indies Championship when Director of Cricket cricket Jimmy Adams accompanied by West Indies men's team batting coach Monty Desai and strength conditioning coach Ronald Rogers delivered a coach development workshop focusing on batting player develop batting and player development present to ensure they played their part in developing the next generation of international players. There was a focus on how decision-making will always be the key factor, irrespective of how cricket has evolved. Determining the success of any budding cricketer and that players as young as 10 years old should be encouraged to make the decisions being coached. So there we have it, the development of staff development was a successful series of coaching events in Trinidad supported by Cricket West Indies and the director of Cricket Jimmy Adams and coach development manager Chris Barbazan. Babers, there we have it. It's good to see that uh, we are still pushing the development because goodness knows we know it. Without success, success does not come 
unless we put in the effort. Now, additional news from Cricket West Indies. Cricket West Indies announced the start of online ticket sales for West Indies and Bangladesh T20 and ODI series. Now, I know the T20 series have completed, but we still have the ODI series to come. And this is a return of the two T20 matches were played in Dominica, and that was a return of international cricket to Dominica since 2017. Ticket prices then ranged from six US through seven to fifteen US dollars in Dominica. The third T20 is scheduled for July 7th, and three ODIs, and these are to be played in Guyana. Ticket prices in Guyana starts at US six dollars, up which is twelve one thousand two hundred Guyanese dollars and up to US $25, 5,000 Guyanese dollars. With under 16 years and senior citizens, tickets are at half price. So on the, th on the third, we had the final T20 at Windsor Park, Dominica, which the West Indies won, and we will take that and discuss that later on in our program. Then on the 7th of the July, we have the third Guyana T20 at the stadium in Guyana, 1.30 local start time. On the 10th of July, we will have the first ODI, same venue in Guyana, 09.30 a.m. local time. And on the 13th, we will have the second ODI in Guyana, again, same starting time, 0930 local and and the 16th of July the final ODI Guyana again 0930 will be the starting time there and we know that uh, the crowds in Dominica for today's match was really improving and very um, I'm very happy to see that uh, the folks are coming back to the ground, and I hope that this is a sign of things to come in Guyana. Now, CWI announces official tour operators for the upcoming India tour against the West Indies. Today, the Cricket West Indies announced two official tour operators for the hugely anticipated visit by India to the West Indies and the United States in July and August. This series will be a highlight of the West Indies' summer of cricket. As CWI stages, it's busiest year of cricket. The two teams will meet in eight white ball matches, three CG United one-day international ODIs, and five T20 internationals from July 22nd to August 7th including two sets of back-to-back -back T20 in St. Kitts and Florida. So, of course, here in the United States, I hope that our fans, cricket fans here, will turn out to support that match down there in Florida, Broward County Stadium. But I move on. 
For those eager fans looking to travel from India, United Kingdom, Canada, or from within the United States, Bharat Army Travel is offering special West Indies tour operator packages. Buster USA is the first leading company in North America to provide an integrated technology driven online platform for millions of cricket fans in the USA. For the West Indies versus India T20 matches, fans can visit Crick Buster's website, HTTPS, and I think we will try to get that the remainder of that uh, site information to you later. Contact us at the Cricket Studios here. Uh, the Cricket Studios one five one five six zero five ninety eight five zero, and we'll be happy to uh, give that to you, or you can call us, send us an email, the cricket show at comcast.net. To access the two-day yeah. cricket, mm-hmm. access two-day ticket all-inclusive package covering hospitality, premium or regular covered seats. Match tickets, accommodation. Yeah. 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 Let's move on there. But, you know, that's exciting. Coach, JT, anything to say on that, especially the uh, Florida end of the T20? Anything, anything there that you want to comment on? Well, it will be exciting because uh, three games will be played in West Indies and remaining two coming uh, USA. It means uh, let's hope it can become a serious decider. And that will be the beauty to bring the crowd to the stadium. It uh, will be overwhelming because so far what I have heard, there are lots of people looking uh, into it because these are two back-to-back games. So people can make a trip over the weekend and they can enjoy both games. It's a matter of time to see how the tickets go on sale because right now they have just announced as a package, but we have not seen a individual ticket sell and any sort of reservation and that will be a lot of people are eager to see how that can go into the public and I'm expecting as soon as they start selling online I believe they'll be sold out in a matter of a couple of hours not a couple of days because that's a overwhelming response we are looking at it from last two India West Indies series few years back the crowd is crazy, and uh, it will be good for us to see a lot of people come out and watch the Team India and West Indies in USA. Thank you for that contribution, Coach Dayton. Yes, I agree with you there, and I'm um, certainly looking forward to those matches down here in Florida and encourage our cricket fans locally to support this game because this is the way we will get other tour fixtures and other international matches being attracted and brought air to the island so we can further the growth of cricket here in the United States. Cricket West Indies contracted players for 2022 and 2023. 
Cricket West Indies has confirmed the international retainer contracts for the West Indies men's and women's players for the 2022-2023 season. A total of 36 players have been offered contracts for the period which runs from July 1, 2022 through June 30, 2023. Um, West Indies men's lead selector hosts the most honorable Dr. Desmond Ains said congratulations to all the players who have been offered contracts. Uh, We think this is a dynamic group with the right mixture of experience and usefulness to properly represent the people of the Caribbean with general retainer contracts. It gives us a pool of talented and dedicated cricketers who can take West Indies cricket forward in years to come. Cricket director Jimmy Adams stated, I'm delighted for all the players who have been offered retainers for the upcoming period. This represents a significant investment in the ongoing development of our international players, whilst also ensuring our best players are available. Uh, The full list of players in the men's section, Jermaine Blackwood, Nkrumah Bonner, Craig Braithwaite, Joshua De Silva, Jason Holder. Uh, we know Jason Holder is uh, being brought back from his rest. It's good to see him back there. Shai Hope, Akil Hossein, Alzari Joseph, Brandon King, Kyle Mayers, Obed McCoy, Nicholas Poran, Rothman Powell, Kimar Roach, Jaden Seals, Romario Shepard, Odin Smith, Hayden Walsh Jr. And on the ladies' side, we have Aliyah Alain, Shemaine Campbell, Shamelia Connell, Deandra Dottin, Afi Fletcher, Cherry Ann Fraser, Shabika Gachinabi, Janelia Glasgow, Chanel Henry, Mandy Mangru, Haley Matthews, Anissa Mohammed, Chadia Nation, Kariz, Karishma Ramharak, Kaisha Schultz, Kira Selman, Stephanie Taylor, and Rashada Williams. So there we have it, 18 men, 18 women who have been given confirmed contract for West Indies players for the 2022-2023 series. And it looks like we have Audley joining us. So let's take this opportunity to welcome Audley and he can go right in into the he knows oddly welcome good evening good afternoon to you dennis because you are out there in california but to the rest of my fellow panelists it's good evening to you all it's a wonderful sunday evening i was having a little problem getting on uh, my phone is telling me about um verizon wireless and i could get connected to the operator with credit card <laughs> 
I don't know where yeah. that comes from. I, I haven't gotten Verizon Wireless. I'm with Sprint for years. Oh, but I finally got on. So oh, uh, good evening, Mr. Francis. Special good evening to you all, um, to you, because we know what took place yesterday. And I must say, um, of course, we get to know um, Mr. your son-in-law and others via the, um, the, the video, of course, watching uh, online, the memorial service for your beautiful wife um yes I, I and thanks to dennis dennis set up the link so um when i came home from work yesterday i was able to watch the entire service and i'm so grateful and of course as those tribute continue to overpour for your late wife and um everybody echo you know they echo, they, they, they're all echoing the same sentiment so i know it's not anything that was um, fabricated. It got to be true. Where everybody comes, the same thing again, and just pile on more and more. So it's just got to be true. So I'm quite sure that Mr. Francis, of course, he has, has already exited the way he felt. You know, they felt like royalty. And, of course, why not? Because um, when you have someone that everyone can give a you know, good report on, indeed, it is very good. Mr. Francis, you and your family, of course, Dennis already dedicated a special song for you, and the Lord will take care, and he will continue to take care of you. God bless you, your family. All right, for our listeners throughout the world, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. Here we are about to get into um, the birthday hour, but just before I do, I'm just going to give the inside edge for today, the inside edge. Um, did you know that the top of all the, the batsmen um, making 5,000-plus runs, and the top 10, in the top 10, we have five Australians that have stayed at the wicket for the longest, but I'm just going to give the top five because of, of time. So the top five players who have stayed the longest at the crease, like minutes per innings. It's going to be Andy Flower from Zimbabwe, number five. He has batted for an average of 114 0.36 minutes every time that he batted, you know, an average per minute. He's number five. Number four, Mr. Shanda Paul, of course, from the West Indies. Uh, he has batted 118.59 minutes each time that he batted. Number three, Jack Callis. Jack Callis from South Africa. And uh, he has batted an average of 120.42 balls when he batted of course, a decrease. Number two, Rahul Javed from India, of course, faced 123.06 balls um, average throughout his cricket career. And finally, the man who stayed at the wicket the longest each time he batted when average, Alan Border from Australia, uh, played 156 test matches and he batted for an average of 123 minutes, point, 123 point three eight minutes so that make him the man that stayed at the wicket occupied the wicket more than anybody else when he played test cricket there we go the inside edge okay um now this is welcome to the walter henry birthday and anniversary hour it's the time of the evening when we take a look at the cricket and fraternity and we say happy birthday to um cricketers and um anniversaries and so forth so forth and um Today's a very special birthday. Um, I saw this gentleman yesterday, Leon's son-in-law, John Johnson, and he's celebrating a birthday today. 
Yeah. John is celebrating a birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, John. And of course, no, I'm not just trying to imagine what you look like. We saw you live in living color yesterday. Happy birthday to you. Also, cricket, um, Australia's Charles Bannerman. Who's Charles Bannerman? Charles Bannerman was, is the guy who faced the first, first delivery in test cricket way back in 1877, in, in, in March. And um, he received the first ball from Alfred Shaw, the Englishman. Albert Shaw, rather, Albert Shaw. And we have Albert Lampard also from Australia. Vince Hogg, Henry Olanga, first black to play cricket for Zimbabwe. Joe Hardstaff Jr., Charles Barnett, Jean Cummins, female cricketer, and Eric Russell, all from England. Billy Duckgrove from Dominica, umpire, of course, um, and he's also a FIFA referee. He turned 67 today. Ryan Ramdas from Guyana, 39 today. Chadwick Walton out of Jamaica, 37 years old today. From Pakistan, Wazim Raja. The late Wazim Rogers left us 2006. Habajan Singh, a member of the 400 Wicket Club in Cricket, India. And we have Renu Margaret, female from cricketer from India. And down to uh, New Zealand, Sir Richard Hardley, another member of the 400 Plus Wicket Club. He had, at one time, he had the world record with 431 wickets in Test cricket. He and Chatfield and Jack, Sir Jack Newman, all from New Zealand. And we have Andrew White from Ireland. He's 42 today. Um, twin brothers Alex and Eric Besser from England. John Britton, Peter Richardson, and Lucky Denton. Eric Marks and Cyril Mitchley from South Africa. We have Craig Spearman from New Zealand. Gulam Ahmed from India. And it's the anniversary of um, Mr. Alvin Kalitron. Uh, he made his first double century in English cricket, Northwest Trophy. He made the first double century in Northwest Trophy, and that was 206. And then he came on with a more unfamiliar um, characteristic that we are, you know, we have known about Alvin Calavran. He came on and he bowled off spin, and he took in the same match, 6 for 32. Yep. And that was back in 19. 19- 84, Warwickshire versus Oxfordshire. Um, for the fifth, we have Maurice Tremlett and Tony Locke from England, Jack Cameron, Tim Shaw from South Africa, John Wright from New Zealand, Shahid Anwar from Pakistan, and Salim Raja from United Arab Emirates, Terry McGregor, female cricketer out of Australia, and Boyd Rankin. A tower, 6'8", um, from Ireland, fast bowler. Um, for, for the 6th, for the 6th of, of uh, February, of course, the first triple century. First triple century was made by this man, Andy Sandham. Andrew, they called him short, Andy Sandham. And his first triple century in test cricket, 325. And it was made at Sabina Park in Jamaica, 1929-1930 series um, against the West Indies. That was England. G.W. Grace Jr., and we have Hugo 
Reynolds, Tony Lewis, and Mark Benson, or Mark Benson umpire in England. We have Mayaka Intini from South Africa. Uh, we have Wilton St. Hill from Trinidad Tobago. Mansood from India, and Ramat Shah from Afghanistan. For the eighth, uh, we have gospel singer Tasha Cobb, you know, break every chain, break every chain. Uh, yep, Tasha Cobb should be celebrating on the 7th. Um, U.S. President is for George Bush, Bush 43. George Herbert Walker Bush, he'll be celebrating his birthday as well. He turns 76, I do believe. We have George Hearn, Vincent Tancrease, um from South Africa. M.S. Doney, Mr. M.S. Doney, of course, super batsman, wicketkeeper. He will be celebrating also on the 7th. And Douglas Handu from Zimbabwe. Ramesh Mendes from Sri Lanka. Mohamed Ashraful from Bangladesh. Min Patel from England. Shazam Babwa um, from Trinidad and Tobago, West Indies. We have Marjorie Howell, female cricketer, of course, out of Australia. And Katie Perkins, another female cricketer from New Zealand. Uh, Mr. Ganguly, who we just talked about. Uh, Shaul Ganguly uh, from India. He'll be celebrating on the 8th along with Tamaya Shaw, female cricketer. Ken Franz and Wendy Watson from England. Lauren Howell, Kelly Brown, Con- Devon Conway, John Gorton, all from, um, and um, Conway is from South Africa. And Kelly and Lorna Howell is from New Zealand. We have Jack Massey, Australia. Uh, Rehab Hassan from Bangladesh, Clyde Butt out of uh, the West Indies, Barbados, Raza Hassan from Pakistan, and uh, it's the anniversary also of John Edwards scoring a mammoth, it's a 310, the most boundaries in one inning in test cricket. He made 310, and he hit 52 fours and five sixes. And that accounts for 238 of the runs, 77% of its 310 not out. And that was versus New Zealand and Headingley. And that took place um, back in 1965. And uh, we have for the, finally for, I think, yes, Mighty Sparrow, the ninth, Francisco Slinger, the Mighty Sparrow. He will be celebrating his birthday on the 9th of July, and uh, this man, Mr. Rufus Lewis, who is Mr. Rufus Lewis? He's the father of our own Ed Lewis. Ed, we haven't heard from you for a while, man. We need to hear you, Ed, and happy birthday to Daddy when he comes, and I think he'll be turning 95 years old, and he's still going downtown doing his own shopping and stuff like that. So, Mr. Lewis, keep on doing what you're doing, Daddy. All right. Okay, for the birthdays, Bill Talon, uh, Trish Dawson, and Sean March, all celebrate from Australia. George Carey and Betty Snow White from England. Venkatapasu Raju, Venkatapasu Raju from um, India, of course. And Amrita Shinde, female cricketer. From the West Indies, we have Ian Bradshaw out of Barbados. And Auckland Hector, uh, captain for St. Kitts and the fifth captain for the Leeward Islands. 
cricket team. And from New Zealand, BJ Watlin, Roy McLean from South Africa. And that's what I have here for you, gentlemen. Back to you. I'll come back a little later. Thank you. Any birthday wishes for you today, Leon? Yes, well, of course, I want to just add to birthday wishes to John Johnson, my son-in-law. And he had the pleasure of being sung to by Pio. She sang a happy birthday song to him today. And he was overwhelmed. And, you know, she has a, she can sing, you know, so she did. She did a number on him today. As we got up this morning, we made sure that he got that song. And he, what a wonderful person he is to my, myself and my daughter and the whole family. Happy birthday, John. May God continue to bless you. And just want to just take this opportunity to thank all who have reached out to us during our final memorial service over there in, my, in um, Miami and all over the world who were viewing the services on the internet. And we are grateful for all the kind words of compliments and sentiments and of condolences we received. We felt really, really overwhelmed. And it was remarkable how my friends here in, in Miami just reached out to us, gave us gifts, fruits, even even fish. A large fish, a guy catch about five and a half pounds. And he just said, this is yours. Take it. Just cook it for your whole family. So we did. We were, we were very, very happy and thankful. And thanks to you too, Dennis, and to Iva and the... Caribbean Global Voices as well for all you did to promote my wife's illness and her progress in the, the period of mourning, the expression of love that we express on both shows. Thanks again. Thank you. All right. Okay. I, Coach, you don't normally uh, celebrate birthdays, but Coach, any birthday wishes for anyone this week? Nope. Nope. Okay. Donna, birthday wishes for this week. Okay, so I have two nieces celebrating this week. First niece, Isla Brown, she'll be celebrating on the 8th. She lives in Florida. And my other niece, who lives in New Jersey, Karima Douglas, she'll be celebrating on Saturday, the 9th. I also have an uncle. Over there in Nevis, Uncle Chippy, who will be celebrating on the 9th as well. Both are my celebrants for this week. All right. Thank you, and happy birthday to your celebrants. And for me, happy birthday, United States. Of course, everyone knows it's a, a birthday of some sort because we're celebrating the 4th of July independence, which is just like a birthday as far as the United States is concerned. So happy birthday to the United States. and. All there are who, you know, live here and, of course, those who have well wishes for the United States from abroad. Oddly, it's uh, back I have to you. I have, mm-hmm. I have, right, so I have two. Miss um, V, very good friend of the family. Um, she lives um, somewhere in the Bronx. And, um, yes, very good friend of mom. You know, I remember when I was growing up and, um, you know, we're very close as family members. She's, she will be celebrating on Thursday. And my cousin, Marjorie Morris, 
Marjorie Morris, she'll be celebrating on Friday. She was up here in the Bronx, but now she has uh, moved down to Florida, the right place. Yeah, man, you just need need to move to Florida. <laughs> Don't worry about the cold and the, the winter and stuff like that. So Marjorie and Miss V, happy birthday to you guys. And and seem like this is it for the birthday. I don't know if I was listening. Yeah, and yeah, wanna, I, and, uh, and uh, one correction. Just yes, sir. Go ahead. Yes. Give me one moment because I forgot. And see, old son Ratu. His name is Joan Ratu. He also had a birthday yesterday. His very first birthday. And oh. believe you me, one year old, and he is walking already. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> His name is Joan Ratu. I thought you were going to tell that he was one year, one year old and, and he's singing already. With uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Theo, you're expecting well, that. <laughs> yes, yes, I expect him. He makes some sounds, but I don't know. He, mm-hmm. He's turning. He's really mumbling and talking and, and saying things. Oh, oh, I don't know what he's saying, but he's. He's really, really growing fast, and he's walking without any assistance at one All year right, old. All right, good. Yes. Yes, so, okay, so I just want to make a correction to, uh, I did say Clyde Butts was from Trinidad and Tobago. He's from Guyana, really. Um, mm-hmm. I always mix up Clyde Butts with, with Albert Padmore, and I think Padmore mm-hmm. may, may be from Barbados, or, or, but, you know, but uh, Clyde Butts is from Guyana. All right, I stand corrected. Iva, yeah. I don't know if Iva is there. Is Iva Iva's hand up? I don't know. Maybe he's officiating no. somewhere. No. So okay. So I just want to give a shout out to Iva and Cardinal and Mr. McKenzie. Well, Sam will be coming on a little later. A little later, and Jason is already here with us. And anybody else who should have been here and they're not here right now, we just want to give a big shout out today. Okay. So just yeah. thanks for all our listeners and throughout the Caribbean. Thanks to all our listeners that, um, you know, you listen to us from Europe or from Asia, wherever you are, right here in the United States of America, just want to say each one tell one. We are here on Sunday evenings from 6 to 9 p.m. And we talk cricket, lovely cricket. All right. So this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Join us next Sunday, God willing, when once again we do it all over again, 6.30, the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Dennis. Thank you for the birthday hour uh, there, uh, Audrey. And let's have the little birthday song, shall we? Stevie Wonder in the background. In the music to introduce TV. Originally written for Dr. Martin Luther King. Come on, sing it, Stevie. Sing it, Stevie.
Thank you. Happy birthday M- to all those Mr. who are celebrating. Go ahead, Dordley. Yeah, just one. I, I, I forgot. I forgot this one. Mila Obama. Mm-hmm. She'll be celebrating her birthday tomorrow, Independence Day. Um, the biggest daughter for the Obamas, President okay. Obama and Michelle. Right. So okay. tomorrow she'll turn. She'll turn. 24 years old tomorrow, believe it or not. Remember those little yeah. children we saw when they went in the White House? She'll turn yes, 24 tomorrow. Happy birthday uh, to you, Mila. Happy Bye. birthday to you. All right, thank you. We've now concluded the birthday hour, and we will turn our thoughts and attention to all the other big happenings here in the cricket world. Uh, oddly, earlier, I uh, gave the West Indies contracted players for 2022-23. And there's a note that CWI has changed the men's retainer contract structure to offer player contracts across all formats of cricket compared to specific red or white ball contracts that was previously offered in previous years. So that really? is a new addition. I gave the list. I'm not sure if you heard the list and whether or not... No, you no, I, I, no I didn't. I didn't. Uh, no. I think... Um, for your benefit, we make an exception. I, I, can catch up, I can catch up back, or maybe somebody else just, well, just coming in, they'll be able to hear as well. So you could go ahead. See, yeah. I, I, I need to get your in, input on this list. Input, yeah, okay. Uh, Jermaine Blackwood, Nkrumah Bonner, Craig Braithwaite, Joshua De Silva, Jason Holder, Shai Hope, Akilo Zane, Alzari Joseph, Brandon King, Kyle Mayers, Obed McCoy, Nicholas Poran, Rovman Powell, Kimar Roach, Jaden Seals, Romario Shepard, Odin Smith, and Aidan Walsh Jr. While you chew on that one, those names oddly, let's see if Coach has any insights you want to offer us on that list. Coach Jatin? No, I will not have anything more to add because it looks like they pick up the best people out there. All right. And as always, when we look at these uh, contracts, there are a few maybe on the age who missed out. Then you look for the future opportunities. It's, uh, that's uh, how the cricket is. Only a certain number of people make roster or eligible to become contract holders. But at the same point, whoever is missed out or we think like they could have made it, I think they deserve respect. But at the same time, they need to pump up and increase that performance because in today's world, it's all about what you can do for the country. And that's how these all contracts are. It's a fair enough when we look at this uh, list and there's only two uh, players with, uh, across different format and uh, that is a uh, kind of a little bit lower than many other countries uh, but at the same time West Indies is in a good situation to give the more opportunities to different type of players in a different type of version of game what it means like we don't want to have like half dozen or more than half dozen players playing all three formats and uh, new players don't have a chance. So this is a win-win situation. And it looks like uh, the selection committee is doing a, a great job to bringing up uh, this uh, squad. And I think uh, 
this may be helpful to look further the world cup and the all major events coming up in the near future i will say and that can be a plus for the west indies so i say i don't see any issues out there besides few people i may say that they could have been added but then there is always a limit how many players you can add to this uh, contract situation and uh, that is a part of the board decision based on the budget and uh, we have to live with it parts of wisdom from the coach i do have one question to come back to you with but i'll let oddly get in first with his comments on this list oddly okay i i think it's a very smart thing on when when it comes to you know what, what cricket western is doing right there and uh, for years I, I i've looked on it and i've said you look i know there there always room and there will always be room for 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 three or maybe four formats uh, maybe to come the t10 or whatever but um um the, the thing when you have a, a set of utility players that can play test cricket odis t20s as the case may be and um you in so doing you have less players under retainer contract because um when you have when when you you have the specialists the, the ones who specialize in only t20 only odis or only test match you find you you find that there are more more contracts have to be given out to 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 more players so in doing so i think they are cutting back on the expenses and uh, you know of course everybody you know they are tightening the belts right now we know it needs is something that need to need to happen everywhere whether what whatever type of business that you're running you need to you need to run it run things very tight and i think this is where cricketers in this found themselves and and i think they're doing a good job of it because um uh, the, the the players will just have to know that they have to they'll have to perform in in whatever format i know i know they are they are glimpses you know they have seen them play in in various formats and you know that some some players are going to be forced to adjust their game to 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 let's say uh, um many of the cricketers uh, i see there's a start with Barna the other day and you know because he only played test cricket and he was included in a couple of the odi matches because they are saying okay we're going to use you but um even if you're going to be a, a Shanda Paul type that um people bat around you but we, we we're going to use you and you you have to um you know make adjustment because you're going to be playing over the eyes that's that's what I'm looking at it and the, the, of course the big omissions of course is Hetmeyer and and Evan Lewis but I think there's something brewing between Evan Lewis and Cricket West Indies are are the selectors the chairperson of selectors some statement was made by Desmond Haynes and um there's some reply by um Evan Lewis that you know he's going to you know it's just one side of the story being told and he's going to come out with his side of the story so I think that there's something percolating and it may soon boil over in the public hopefully they don't allow that to happen um they have the dirty laundry or anything like that let's um go in the back room and or in the, the laundry and take care of it and don't let anything spill out and in damage cricket west indies let let's take care of it like professionals hopefully they'll reach that conclusion thank you all right thank you and uh, we have virgil joining us virgil welcome and nice to have you with us this afternoon 
How are you doing, Virgil? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, good afternoon to all the panelists and good afternoon to all the listeners, wherever part of the world you are. And everything is good yes, in the Sunshine sir. City. All right. Uh, good. We like to hear that. Everything going good in the Sunshine City. The beautiful city. And uh, I'm yeah, sure yeah, Virgil will finish Virgil, you're telling us short, Virgil. Virgil, you're telling us short. It's not a <laughs> sunshine city. It's a sunshine state. <laughs> all right, Florida is a sunshine state. All right. Thanks for that correction. <laughs> I, I, just, I, just want, I, I just want to make sure you, you're checking everything that I see. <laughs> so you're paying attention. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's put this back. I know Virgil, you may have heard, and uh, you know we we just continue forward. I didn't hear all um, Audley's comments, and my question for perhaps Audley and uh, Coach, and certainly Virgil, the West Indies has uh, given a contract to have included Jason Holder in the contracted group of players for the next year. Any surprise there to either one of our panelists that Jason Holder has been, uh, well, I suppose now rested and being brought back? Should he have been given a new contract? What do you think, Coach? Oh, we don't. Oh, sorry. Coach? Well, it is not about uh, surprise or any other related matters on the Jason Holder because uh, every good all-rounder in the cricket world, they have to go through some sort of hard time, we call it. There is a period they may not be performing at their best, and that is the normal for almost any player out there in cricket world, not just all-rounder. And that can happen. So it's uh, even he is down coming back onto it. But we had to look into, he is a potential candidate where he has performed in the past. No doubt, it was on and off situation in terms of performance and mainly the way I look at it, it's basically he has to perform either under pressure or when he was dealing with the uh, leadership situation. So in that sense, I will say it's a good to have it. There's another good opportunity where he can perform and do well. And, uh, again, I'm not surprised because he's still capable to do perform. And compared to all others we can think in the West Indies team, I think he carry more weight as a player who can change the game and uh, perform well on the ground. So that's my stance. Oh, thank you for that. those insights, Coach. All right, Audley, what's your comment on that list? Oh, I think Audley has left us, it looks like. Virgil. Oh, I see um, Audley. When you say Jason Holder get a contract, how long everybody else who was playing for the West Indies, I mean, he does get a late contract? Uh, no, I'm sorry you missed the opening session here, but the West Indies have... Uh, Give a, give a list of all contracted players for the period 2022 through 2023. And amongst the players that have been given contracts, Blackwood, Bonner, Braithwaite, De Silva, Holder, Hope, Hussein, 
jo- Joseph King, Myers, McCoy, Poor and Powell, Roach, Seals, Shepard, Smith, Walsh. Of course, Jason Older was uh, the question I brought up, whether or not it was a surprise that he had been um, brought back uh, or brought oh, I- in or contacted. What do you think? No, no, I thought you mean um, all the rest of them had contract before and they just give him one because I would have disappointed no, no, no. in West Indies. Um, I, I, I mean, there was no re- there was no question about um, contract with Jason Holder because Jason Holder is one of the best all-rounders that we have right now. I mean, right. there was no question about a contract with him because if West Indies didn't give him a contract, I don't know what would have been wrong with West Indies team. Um, whoever did with those contracts would have been doing something like that. So... There was no problem for him to have a contract because he should have a contract with, with all the other players and that was there. So yes. there was no issue about that whatsoever. All right. Did we leave anybody out, do you think, that should have been um, considered? Am, am I on? Am yeah, I on um, again? Next, next. You are on next. Um, okay. We have okay. uh, giving us his, his insights. Go ahead, Virgil. Continue. No, um, the, the, uh, I don't know who others differently. I don't know what amount of contract, uh, um, how many people, if it's 20, 24, no, 18, or 16, 18, or whatever. 18 males and 18 females are given contracts for this period, 2022 to 2023. Okay. Well, let me right. ask for 2023. What happened if some young fellas come up and start to score runs or something like that now? Would they able to be in that um, contract? They would be able I'm, to go over that 18? No, I'm sure they can. They can oh, just okay. bring in anyone. Remember, they hold the key so they can bring in anyone they choose at oh, any okay, time okay, okay. In, in the session. But they've just named 18 play, male and 18 female. All right. Okay. Let's, let's get to Audley. What's your, your take then on Yes, um, just to get back to you, yeah, my call dropped and uh, yeah. it came back in. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, did did they call Campbell? I don't remember hearing Campbell's yeah, I, name. John Campbell. Campbell Campbell is not included in this in these contracted names that have been the uh, certainly from the men point of view anyway. Blackwood right, on a okay, because because Go I ahead. know I know you don't have to, I know you don't have to be contracted to play for the West Indies. But mm-hmm. um, I would be disappointed if, because the last couple of games that he played against Bangladesh, he did well. And, um, you know, the time when they were called for him to be dropped, he wasn't dropped. And uh, he, I kept him around and, and he sort of, uh, I would have said, consolidated, you know, his position. And for them not to, not to give him a contract, I, I would say it's more like a kick in the face, you know. Uh, I, would, I would expect the, the fact that they kept him. Um, and um, he he made forty odd in, in in one of the innings and put on a hundred with Brassweight, which we haven't been doing for a long time and and some other stuff. So um, the fact that he did not get a contract, it, I know that it doesn't mean that he he won't be used or he can't be used. But I would expect that since he has been with the team and we, that, that they would have given him a contract. What do you send uh-huh. him? Yes. Uh, are you surprised that uh, Jason Holder has been uh, contracted? Oh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, he was rested, you know. It, it just like, okay. just like what, you know, after a while, he was playing in all three formats, and the man has been burnt out. And it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just like how England is now and some other teams, but especially England are, you know, using the work management to, you know, help prolong the career of the cricketers, especially the older cricketers. You know, um, exactly what we need to do, too. We need to have the, 
It's just that we maybe we are not blessed with the surplus like the Englishmen right now. Um, but we need to we need to have um, the, shed some of the, the the work from some of the some of the the players who are working very hard. And um, uh, unfortunately for us, uh, we are we are not like the Englishmen because they are playing five Test match series. The Western is different. We are playing a three-test series here, or two test matches, and things like that. England, they are playing back to back to back, like five test series with Australia, the Ashes, and they are playing five test matches with with, with um, India, and and maybe you know they have some, but they are playing plenty more cricket than we we really do. So they they, they need they, they work the work management shedding the load from the one of those players. Um, we need less of that. All right, thanks. Let, let, what let, a, let, let me just give it, let me just give you a break in your this SEA is 112, they win 15.4 overs, and the STL only make 108 after 20 over. Uh, can you tell us what the F? Uh, did you say SEA? Yeah, SEA. I guess that that's must be Seattle. Seattle that's that. Yeah, Seattle Thunders and and the other team. The other one is one is STL. Saint Louis. Okay, they make 108, and the the this SEA make 112 in 15 okay. over. All right, thanks. We, we 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 thanks for those scores. We'll be going into the minor league scores shortly after we complete this particular topic we're on. All right, let's welcome Mr. McKenzie. We see that he has uh, joined us. Welcome, nice to see you on the radio, Mr. McKenzie. Yes, 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 yes. It's nice to see every one of you on the radio on this great holiday weekend. And uh, I think you're on to a right, good good discussion there, Mr. Leon. Very, very good discussion. And um, I'm going to sit by and listen to you, listen All to right. this course. So right. I think it's Mr. Heat. I, yes. I think it's Mr. Heat. That's fine. I, I consider it. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the place, man. He's in the place. I tell you, your, your, your voice, both of your voices sound the same. But anyway, right. I, I, I will try to recognize it next time. All right. Thank that, you. Oh, Daddy Leon. <laughs> Daddy Leon, did you just hear that? Let's hear your comment now on that uh, contracted <laughs> list of players. Are you close by, Leon? It seems Leon is... Yes, uh, I'm although, close by. Yeah. Let me just say a little thing about Mr. McKenzie. It it took me to make a trip to Miami to receive right. a, um, a sympathy card from Mr. McKenzie because he sent it to my old address. Oh. And I went visiting my old home. And then he was kind enough to say, hey, Mr. Francis, here is a, some mail for you coming from Mr. McKenzie. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I'd like to be the last one. <laughs> well, um, so, any comment on the uh, contracted players, Leon, yeah, I, did, I you think? did you think? Did you, ex- um, Cornwall was excluded from the, the list? Uh, not, not amongst this list that they've just published, a full list of players. Okay. Cornwall's name is not in that list. Not so yet. you think he was it, left out? Based on what he has done over the past um, for the championship, I thought that mm-hmm. he he had the most wickets, didn't he not? And um, unless they still they still have the situation about his size that is 
is being criticized for his size, his inability to to be as mobile as some of the other players. But I think he deserves it. And how how can you get a guy improved? You you just encouraging him to do two things. You're gonna make him go overseas to look contract, or you're gonna make him just sit at home and be on the internet daily. That's my view. But I think that he deserves to be on that list. Because he is taken, and he's not, he's not finished yet. He's still taking with him. Let, let me add something to you, uh, Mr. Francis. You know what I see West Indies people um, select them, we do. They wouldn't want to pick him. But you let somebody else, someone in the IPL pick him, or somebody else pick him somewhere. All of a sudden now, you see West Indies draft him back into the team. And mm. that is totally unfair for this player. Because if you're going out, out there... You want these players. And what I don't really like is when the contract, the, the, ex, the others that don't want no contract, and you're playing, all of a sudden they say, oh, I'm available for this and I'm available for that, and then you give these guys play. I'm not really for that. If you have a country, if you play for West, you have a contract. If we want to believe you to go and do something, we do that. But if you don't want a contract, you shouldn't want to be in the team. But to have somebody, you're playing a game, you want to pick them on their performance, and when they perform, because of certain things, you don't want to pick them. And that is totally, totally unfair um, for these players. All right. Thank you. Yes, we know there's unfairness there sometimes, or sometimes it's real, sometimes it's perceived. But let's see. Donna, if you're listening, any comments on these 18 players? Anyone you think should have been included or excluded? No, I pass on that one. You pass on that one. Okay, we did not. Thanks, uh, Donna, taking a pass. We did not hear. What about the female group of players that were contracted? Any addition or inclusion that uh, should have been considered? Um, Audley, did you hear the list? No, I didn't hear the, the list. Okay, okay. But to, the list. But to be honest with you, but to be honest with you, I, I. I there are a lot of players I would not be able to recognize. I know the list, like um, for the okay. the prominent West Indian um, that have been playing for the West Indies for for a while. Okay. All right. Uh, I think there were four or five new players who were uh, well, they called developed players, who were um, offered contract uh, regional what they call. Um, all players who are no longer awarded international retainer contracts are offered an A-grade regional franchise contract for the following year. So I suppose, Coach, can, Coach, do you understand that terminology? Can you explain it to us what exactly that means? You mean the international retainer contract? Uh, well, the, the, the statement, it says that there... All players who are no longer awarded international retainer contracts are offered a grade regional franchise contract for the following year. And this, I noticed, applies to the women te- women's team rather than the men's players. So um, we're not quite sure. Any insights well, into what a, is there is a one uh, system they are trying to follow, I will say. It's the India system. They have the ABC, three different level of contract for the players. 
Mm-hmm. Those are decided by their performance, their seniority, mm-hmm. and the role they are doing for the national duty, right? Okay. So, mm-hmm. for example, if you look at the current test going in India versus England, Virat Kohli has a grade A contract, whereas the newcomer, Mohammad Siraj, may have the grade C contract, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's a new player, emerging player, right? That sort of thing. And at the same time, India has a two more contracts, which is applies to the local, regional, and national level. So in other words, the rules, requirement, policies, and procedures are completely different when you play international cricket as well as local cricket, right? Mm-hmm. Also the money part. So these terms are basically differentiated in two terms based on their roles and responsibilities. And the big one is their amount they are going to collect based on the how many matches they're playing at what level, right? So that's the difference they usually put. India has another situation where they give the contract to the emerging players who are coming out of under-19 system and ready to go in a regional first-class setup or at the national level, something like that. So that's only difference between those words there when they say. Retainer, it's also a good word. It explains itself, means they are trying to retain the player in system. Or in the future, they are eligible for the retaining. Okay, we appreciate that explanation there. And um, anyone has any Input any thoughts, ideas about this women's uh, contracted group of players? There are 18 players, and most of the names I must admit I recognize from the last World Cup. You know, there was Shemaine Campbell, Dottin Fletcher, I recognize Chanel Henry, Matthews, Anissa Mohammed, Shadian Nation, uh, Stephanie Taylor. So there aren't too many new names from the last World Cup group, but did they miss anyone? Did they fail to add, or should they have omitted any of the women's players? Anything, any comments from uh, Leon on that? No, not exactly like Audley. I'm not so much familiar with the ladies, Okay, but um, I suppose they would be in a better position to name these players. I'm not going to Enough them mm-hmm. to it, but just hope nice. that that we can get the best we can get the best out of um, Stephanie Taylor on the, the leadership of uh, a young lady Haley. from Barbados. Matthews. Matthews. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. And of course, I I know I knew they were thinking of getting. I don't know if they changed the coach for that uh, the ladies. Team, but no, I don't um, think so. Walsh, no, that's Courtney Walsh. Yeah, there's a lady who's the, the lead, the lead um, coach, and okay. Brown John, women's lead selector, and Brown John. Yeah, she's still there. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, well, we All just right. have to give them our blessing. Uh, I uh, think I'll, yeah. I'll give them a blessing and just will follow them as much as possible to make sure. That um, something that we observe might be brought to the attention, and they can correct it if it's wrong. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's one thing I'd like to comment on is is um, Anisha Mohammed, and yes. the fact yeah. that um, just like Kawaja, you know, from from Australia, Australia Usman yeah. Kawaja was dropped mm-hmm. and wasn't given a contract and mm-hmm. fought his way back into the Australian side. And now, now he's one of the pillars for the Australian side. I remember Mohammed was dropped. She wasn't given a contract after Aguilera left. Um, it's, it's like the West Indies, like they were clear, clearing, cleaning house, and um, and I think they even comment that you know um, she she did not fit in or something. Not the exact words, but she was on the sideline. Then something happened, and all there were some injuries or thing, and she was brought back. And after that, she she even captain the the West Indies side after after that happened. And and to know that she's still an integral part of the side. She's a veteran, and she, she I think she's the first um, um, uh, cricketer, male or female, to to take a hundred wickets in in T20 cricket, T20 internationals. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and and she's still going strong. Uh, you know, I, I really like the way, you know, she's they, they managed to come back. Sometimes you, you you find that you have you have done something, and. Uh, after a careful examination, you, you, you found out that you were wrong or either circumstances caused you to change your position. And um, sometimes it worked out for the good. And I'm happy that she is still in the team and she is being productive. Back to you. All right. Thank you. Then for it, then, then you. Go, input here. go ahead, Leon. Go ahead, Leon. Yes. Yes. See, did they say anything about the vice captaincy? Because Anisha Mohammed, I think, was the previous vice captain, and we haven't heard anything about that. Or they're going to wait until they have a series to announce that. I know. Hi. Fletcher was also um, being looked up to be the vice captain, but with a new leadership, whether or not uh, Haley would be using her the old vice captain or get somebody new. And what? anyone heard anything about that in? Did she no, also I... retain? Yes. yes. Well, she's retained. She's in. She's been contracted. Right. And, and I can tell you that I count at least 10 of these 18 who I recognize having played as having played in the last Women's World Cup in New Zealand. So uh, they've added several other players that I don't recognize, probably about eight. But having said that, I did watch a lot of the uh, women's uh, tournament matches during this summer. And I see names there that I recognize as performers in that in those particular, in the ladies' version of the 50 and T20s that were played recently. So I think it appears that West Indies women's team is definitely being built to uh, go out there and compete. But I don't know if Donna's been following the women's team. Donna, anything to add on? The, are, you, are you happy with the list? Are you think that somebody should have been included or excluded from the list, Donna? No, Donna is not listening to us. Uh, Coach, um, do you have any insights on the women's team? Any the players that have been awarded contracts? Uh, no. No, okay. Mark, Mackenzie, any thoughts on the... No, I don't, have any, I don't have any insight on that, but what I think the West Indies is doing, 
They're trying uh-huh. to hold on to as many candidate players as possible. So they are trying to hold on to a few of them and hope that in due course they'll be able to come full into the board. But I think I, I, I think they have a pretty good call of today's right now. Okay. Max thinks that they're holding on to the uh Veterans of the team, those who can hold the team together. All right, finally, let's see if uh, Virgil has anything on that he wants to add. No, I don't know much of the players, but the normal one that I see, but who, whoever they give contract, I'm really happy for them because at least you're trying to build with the, the older players. So I'm just happy for the, the extra women that they, uh, they give contract with the West Indies and just hope uh-huh. everything goes or goes good in place for them. All right, I see. So Virgil's happy with the selection and uh, wants to encourage more of the women to Donna, one more opportunity to uh, hear your comments uh, if you are with us. Donna? No? All right. Let's we can move on Hello? to the Okay, Donna. We were we were discussing the women's we were discussing the women's 18 players who were contracted and wondered if you thought there were any female players that should have been added or excluded. Oh, no. I, I don't really follow it that much. Well, I think what we've seen here today, ladies and gentlemen, and fellow panelists that are, uh, you know, we need to encourage the women's team. So remember now, Come up to scratch and let's start, you know, rallying around our ladies as well because, you know, they're the future of our cricket. Anyway, let's move on to the, the minor yep. league. Go, one, 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 final, one final thought here, Dennis. Go right ahead. I don't know if you, you have any idea as to the value of each contract, male and female. It was not and stated. Not stated. Okay. No, it was not stated, mm-hmm. just that they have been retained. But maybe we might find that mm-hmm. out later on in uh, mm-hmm. as we move along. All right, the uh, minor leagues, as everyone may have uh, recalled, the minor league for the 2022 season started uh, one week ago. We had some results for matches played on the Saturday. Now we have some results for matches that were played on the Sunday and uh, it's quite a long list so let's see if we can get through this uh, without taking up too much time but last Sunday's match between Atlanta Fire 207 for 6 and Orlando Galaxy 115 for 6 we know that Atlanta took that uh, Manhattan Yorkers beat Empire State. Manhattan Yorkers 146 for 9. Empire State Titans 91 for 9. St. Louis Americans over the Chicago Blasters. St. Louis 151 for 8. Chicago 130 for 9. New England Eagles over the DC Hawks. New England Eagles 111 for 6. DC Hawks 82 for 9. Silicon Valley Strikers, the current reigning champions, 175 for 7 over SoCal Lashings, 132 all out. Garden State, Golden State Grizzlies, uh, they are a very strong team in the Western Division. 
175 for nine. San Diego Surfriders were 81 all out. And Lone Star Athletics, 156 for eight. Over Dallas Mustangs, 157 for four. Last Sunday we're looking at here. New Jersey Cavaliers, 163 for five. Were defeated by New Jersey Stallions, 165 for seven. Morrisville Raptors, 127 for five, were defeated by Fort Lauderdale Lions, 129 for five. East Bay Blazers, 181 for six, were defeated by Seattle Thunderbolts, 182 for five. And on uh, the 7th, the, July the 1st, Lone Star Athletics, 214 for three. Michigan Cricket Stars, 169 for nine. Um, July the 1st match again, Houston Hurricanes, 130 for five. Were defeated by Chicago Blasters, 131 for five. Morrisville Raptors, 136 for seven. Defeated New Jersey Cavaliers, 132 for eight. East Bay Blazers, 54 for four. In four overs, Dallas Mustangs, 148 for five. Now, this particular match involved the Duckworth-Lewis rule. The Mustangs uh, won this game by 16 runs, meaning that in their over the average, the East Bay Blazers needed to have scored what would have been 60, 70 runs in the four overs to win this match. So that went to Dallas Mustangs over the East Bay Blazers, 54 for four in four overs. New England Eagles, 129 for five, were defeated by DC Hawks, 136 for eight. These matches were played now on yesterday. Golden State Grizzlies, 194 for three. Michigan Cricket Stars, 188 for eight. Hollywood Master Blasters, 151 for six. Chicago Blasters, 146 for eight. Fort Lauderdale Lions, 127 for eight. Empire State Titans, 164. Atlanta Fire, 202 for four. New Jersey Stallions, 135. Lone Star Athletics, 152 for six. Seattle Thunder, 125 for one. And we should note that Duckworth-Lewis rule again applies here. In the revised over schedule, uh, Lone Star, 152 for six. And uh, Seattle Thunder needed to score 125 for one in 15 overs, which they certainly did. So Seattle Thunder won despite not having 152 for six. Houston Hurricanes, 157 for seven. They were defeated by the Silicon Valley Strikers, 189 for five. SoCal Lashings defeated Chicago Tigers, 166 for five to 165 for nine. San Diego Surf Riders were defeated by St. Louis Americans, 135 for five to 178 for four. And... Morrisville Raptors and Philadelphians. This was an interesting game because they scored were tied after 20 overs. Morrisville Raptors 145 for five. Philadelphians 145 for six. 
And we see the super over in play here. That's a single over they actually played. And uh, the super over, Morrisville Raptors won that match in the super over. Uh, yes, today, this morning, uh, we had the early game, Lone Star Athletic 156 for 6, SoCal Lashings 86 for 10, but 156 against 86. And there are other matches, uh, Fort Lauderdale and Hawks, I do not have reports, because those are afternoon games, or maybe late morning games. Houston Hurricanes 143 for 7, San Diego Surf Riders won that one because they were scored 147 for 6. East Bay Blazers defeated Chicago Blasters 153 for 4 to 152. Uh, Many games are still outstanding. Those results we hope to bring to you next week. But for the matches that are due to be played next Saturday, or rather the 8th of July, it's the Chicago Blasters against the Chicago Tigers. The 9th of July, East Bay Blazers against Golden State Grizzlies at Morgan Hill, 10 a.m. Chicago Tigers takes on the uh, Dallas Mustangs. The venues to be decided at 10 a.m. Atlanta Fire uh, will play uh, that one is I'm confused about this one Atlanta Fire I'm not sure the opponent is there I will leave that and hopefully we can correct that uh, maybe sometime next week Manhattan Yorkers on this uh, July the 9th will play New Jersey Cavaliers Mercer County Stadium field number 4 2 p.m. next on the 9th of July New England Eagles We'll play New Jersey Stallions at Keeney Park, 2 p.m. on the 9th of July. Orlando Galaxy will play Fort Lauderdale at Silver Star Rec at 2 p.m. on the 9th of July. Empire State will play Philadelphians. That's the Idlewild Park at 2 p.m. on the 9th. Silicon Valley Strikers will play the San Diego Surf Riders Morgan Hill at 2.30. St. Louis Americans will play Houston Hurricanes. The venues to be decided, 2.30 on the 9th. Uh, St. Louis Americans to play Dallas Mustangs. Venue to be decided, 10 a.m. on the 10th of July. And Golden State Grizzlies against San Diego, 10th of July, Morgan Hill, 10 a.m., New Jersey Stallions against the New England Eagles, Keeney Park, 11 a.m. on the 10th. Orlando Galaxy against Fort Lauderdale Lions, uh, 10th of July, Silver Star Rec at 11 a.m. New Jersey Cavaliers against Empire State Titans, that is on the 10th at Howell Complex, 2 p.m. and Chicago Tigers against Houston Hurricanes, venue to be decided, 2.30 p.m. And finally, Silicon Valley Strikers will take on the East Bay Blazers, Morgan Hill, at 2.30 p.m. Those are the uh, actual um, results and matches to be played. But before we take any closer look, the leaders 
after week one in the batting is Onmuk Chand with 147 total runs. Second is Farhan Shahibzadeh, 138 total runs. Rakeem Cornwall, a name we've heard previously here. He has a total of 129 runs. Uh, Roy Silver, 116 runs. Karen Chandel, 115 total after one week. Katine Clark, 106 total. Muneev Riasat, 95. Aaron Jones, 88. And Perv Maheshram, 83. In the bowling department, Adil, 7 wickets. Stewart, 6. Khan, 6. Sarab, 6. Yadram, 5. Rahim Adal, 5. Batia, 5. Amilo, that is five as well. And in that area, uh, we, the U.S. team is currently out in Africa pl- trying to qualify for the uh, World Cup. I thought Aaron Jones would probably have been on that side, but here we see he's here at home playing, so obviously he's not. And the same thing for Sarab Valkar. I'm not sure if they may have left late to join the U.S. team, but uh, these are names we recognized as uh, previous U.S. players. In the Southern Division from last week, Atlanta Fire was top. Fort Lauderdale Lions was uh, second. In the Eastern Division, Manhattan Yorkers was top. The Philadelphians was second. Central Division, Dallas Mustangs was top. Chicago Tigers, second. And in the Western Division... Golden State, they were the leaders with Silicon Valley strikers. So, again, remember, this is the first weekend, so it, this particular uh, stats may well have changed a lot over the last because of games between Friday, yesterday, and, of course, today. That's it. Any comments on, from the panel about those? If they're all awake after that long session there? All right. Can I make a quick correction here, Dennis? Please, please, go ahead, Coach. Uh, The thing you talk about, uh, Aaron Jones and uh, Saurabh Natwalkar, they are part of that World Cup qualifier, which is starting second week of July, actually. We still have time. So they're late. Yeah, so they're leaving late. But the current team in uh, Africa is playing that triangle series actually right yes, and i, I think they are close to wrap up they played the second game to jersey today so they won both yes. games against jersey but losing namibia and um, uh, once that part is done then there is a some player exchange gonna be there and they'll okay. be heading zimbabwe to play that world cup qualifier and that yeah. one is going with the full strength. So Saurabh and Aaron Jones are part of that team and they will be there joining other uh, team members. And that will be the real qualifier. I believe it's starting around 14 or something. 11th of, it starts 11th of July. Yeah, yeah. So that is the situation on that. So they give the couple of players a break, needed break, I will say, because they very recently played in Houston about uh, two triangle series. And right. now they have another two triangle series in Africa back to back. So I believe mm-hmm. 
they are resting some players so they can be well prepared for the World Cup uh, qualifier. And that's the plan they have. Okay. Thank you for, uh, you know, that uh, addition there, Coach, there, Jim. Yes, we are. Yeah, while we are on that topic, yeah, mm-hmm. while we are on that topic, I can give you the few more updates here. Uh, uh, yesterday, yes. they finalized the USA Under-19 and woman coach. That's our legend, Sivnara Anchandapal. Okay, He's being, congratulations. Uh, appointed as a head coach, and he is already in Trinidad by we talk, I will say. <laughs> he mm-hmm. fly out this morning to join the woman team, and from... Uh, 5th July to, I believe, 11 or 13, something that they are doing the first time in the West Indies. There is a regional tournament for under-19. And I believe this under-19s girls tournament is happening first time where they have six or eight some regional teams. And USA is a part of it, compete with them. So it's a win-win for the West Indies young players as well as our uh, USA players to be in a competitive situation. And after this, uh, the under-19 preparation can go on because under-19 first-year World Cup will be held in January in South Africa. That's and that's the preparation has already begun, I will say. All right, thank you. Coach, do you want to know how many teams will be involved in this regional under-19? I believe six. Six. Yeah, there's okay. a news media, yeah. But those are the big ones, like Jamaica, yeah. mm-hmm. Diana, okay. Trinidad, Barbados. You can yeah. easily count yeah. them. And I believe there's a two more teams from southern other islands. But uh, okay. then the USA is uh, included because of our uh, regional reach. And uh, with yes. the infrastructure we have in U.S., we don't have any under-19 competition. Not mm-hmm. at that, that caliber. So it's, uh, they are trying to slide the USA team under the West Indies regional yes, competition so it can benefit uh, both teams. Okay. Glad to hear it. Thank you so much for that. Uh, on the night. Congratulations to Chandra Paul for uh, his selection as a coach. And we're looking forward to great things. And I'm hoping, and this is uh, warning my panelists that next time we will certainly be including a lot of discussion on the women's department and on the under-19, especially coming up. So you, that's your homework. I'm setting your homework. Otherwise, it will be serious lashings with wet noodles. Leon, any comments on the... Um, any, uh, on the, um, no, not, not particularly on the, on the women's tournament and the U.S. cricket, right. but um, right. on, with regards to USA cricket, though, I was yes. wondering if anything has been known to express to the public about what is the status of those lawsuits that were filed. Did, did, did we know anything? Up, well, you remember the lawsuits? We we right. don't have any information on well, that, but I think uh, let me tell the, our panelists as well as a lot of fans around the world, Ketso mm-hmm. uh, is trying to host a debate on uh, Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It will be through the Zoom, and uh, what we're mm-hmm. trying to do is uh, we will moderate, anchor, mm-hmm. And supervise that event while the lot of incumbent uh, board members, existing board members, expired board members, all are welcome to that uh, debate. And as well as we are trying to 
uh, invite all these new candidates who are uh, going to compete for this election, which is starting on July 8 to, I think, July 22, 14 days. But our goal in this debate is being as a neutral, being as a part of media, like for myself, I'm not voting. So I want to stay neutral. And what we're trying to do, we're going to expose uh, some of the questions and concern which is provided by the public. Means the people who are attending have an option to ask a question while we are live. And before Mm -hmm. that, if somebody wants to turn in that question or concern and wants to say, let's say, anomious, for whatever reason they don't like to expose or don't like to attach their name or something, they can pass the question to us and the anchor will cover it. But we need to make sure that we are sticking with the good cause, which is all about election, what the board members have done, what they are doing, or what they are capable or promising us to do. And that is what we are trying to help the community, especially USA Cricket Fraternity, to understand about these uh, candidates, because some of them are not exposed in community. Some are there for a long time. But uh, the real facts, like people has a lot of questions and concern and like to have a lot of information. And this can be a good session to know some of the details. And it can also open up a door for the intention of the how transparency and accountability can be increased in USA cricket. Mm. Oh, thank you, Coach. That sounds like it should be very interesting. All right. Um, any comment, Audley, please? No, I've just been digesting uh, those scores and, and stuff. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> as, as you're saying, you know, a very extensive list. List. And um, you know, I, I need I need to have some more time. I'm, I'm as I said before many times. I'm still a working man, so when I come <laughs> in the evenings to digest all those, it's going yes, to be a bit yes. hard. But I, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, Virgil, I, I just really want to comment. Okay. I just okay. really want to commend you for oh. taking the time to do so much for U.S. cricket, and this is the type of activity that is going to bring more listeners to the show, and also to help in the, in, in the development of cricket in the United States. So I think what we have done is very central, not to not only to our life, but also to the life and growth of cricket in the United States. So congratulations of a very, very good job. Well done. Well, we appreciate the comments. By the, by the way, this uh, debate is open for anyone. We are not limiting or restricting anyone. So what it means, whether it's our panelists or well-wishers or listeners, anyone can join. We have posted the link in the Facebook, and you can reach out to me, Dennis, or Leon anytime, and we'll definitely send you the link to you so you can attend that meeting. It will be the video recorded. So we can rely on a social media, YouTube, as well as a cricket VSO site. When that meeting will be again? Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. All right. Thank you. 
All and right, it looks man. like a lineup is I will be the moderator for the time. Means mm-hmm. uh, we want to make sure that candidate doesn't go beyond the given time. Right. <laughs> right. So I will be the disciplined person. Uh, love to have Dennis look at that anchor role because he's a good at it with the paperwork and the homework he does for this kind of event. And we will have our president, Leon, to supervise the event. And if needed, he can jump into as executive. And that is what we plan. It's not our idea. It's not our intention, as I said. It's all about belong to public, what they think, what the questions they have, what the concerns they have. And our three primary agenda is giving the opportunity to the candidate to speak about themselves, can introduce. I will say I might give like three minutes at the most. And after that, the question and answers will be followed. And eventually, everyone should have closing remarks, what they're expecting from the listeners, like that. So it's a very simple and uh, uh, straightforward format. But again, our primary goal is to be spotlight for the cricket matters in the U.S. That's the number one agenda. Number two, I like to help this game and support. So there's a lot of things that are not covered. And this is the opportunity people will have to speak directly with those directors. Thank you, Coach, and a lot of information there, and hope that uh, we will find, be able to uh, find the time, which is uh, uh, 6, 9 p.m. Eastern time, to uh, try and get involved. I have all those tough questions that we know needs to be asked, and certainly prepare your pencils and uh, make sure you're ready. As Coach Jading said, you can always pass those questions on to us so that you remain anonymous. We are not concerned about our reputation because we have none, right? Okay. Um, we have been joined by uh, Simon. Uh, let's say hello to Simon before we uh, you know, go into his question of the panel. Simon, welcome and good afternoon to you. Good evening. Good evening to you, Dennis. And I'll also say good evening to the panelists, with the president and uh, Dennis and Cardinal Audley. Virgil, I'll say Virgil twice. Uh, Mr. Patel, I just... <laughs> Ivor Henry, Mr. Mackenzie, and all Thank of you very much good evening. All of the world. Hope everyone had a wonderful week last week, and we're and looking believe. forward to a much better week this week. Hope everyone is safe <laughs> and every family is well. We don't want anyone to be sick. Thank you, Simon. Evening, Thank Mr. Simon. Bye. And a very good evening to you. All right. Thank you, Simon, for joining. And we look forward to your questions in about five minutes. But let's... Um, yeah, whenever you're ready. Yeah. I just came on the tail end of Mr. Patel's um, description of his... That's uh, for his job that he's doing this, or this is just voluntary? Well, maybe Coach can respond to that. It the is, question it is was, just voluntary. It's just a voluntary, and we feel... Since uh, we are uh, now accredited outlet for Cricket West Indies as well as ICC uh, as an official uh, uh, media people to talk about their news and information comes and we feel USA Cricket is still uh, building its reputation. means they are in a building and reorganizing process under the new board since last four or five years. And then there is a 
lot of things happen because of the corona situation. And one of them is this is the delayed uh, election, almost two years delayed. And then there's a lot of upbeat going on. The incumbents, the existing board members want to be reelected, as well as there are lots of people want to be compete in these elections. So we thought it's a good opportunity for us to help attend these elections as well as know the candidates, know the board members. And at the same time, there may be some questions we can ask directly to the board members and have an insight how these things are going on. And at the same time, we can uh, at least try to understand from the closing remarks of these uh, candidates to see who is giving us hope to have the yeah. better future. In yeah, thank, thank you so much, Marifam. I came okay. on the tail end of it. I didn't hear the start of it, so I just wanted to know what it was about. Thank you. All right. Now, we had discussed briefly, and the coach gave us a good rundown of the uh, USA's practice matches because the, um, the USA is currently in Zimbabwe for the qualifying um, match for the World Cup T20. And we have – there are eight teams currently in that group. Hong Kong, Netherlands, Papua New Guinea, Uganda, they are in Group B. And USA, Singapore, Jersey, and Zimbabwe are in Group A. And as Coach pointed out, the USA lost to Namibia. They lost twice, and that was just a warm-up. But they also won twice against Jersey, which was also a warm-up match. And it's noted that Jersey is in the same group as the United States, so um, they will meet again, and there is Singapore and Zimbabwe, and I think both of these two teams, Singapore and Zimbabwe, are fairly strong, so we should be expecting to have some very serious tition in this T20 qualifier group A. The semifinals will be played on the 15th of July, and the final on the 17th of July meaning by the 17th of July, we should know, um, you know, whether or not the West Indies, sorry, my apologies, the USA squad have been able to uh, get through to the uh, final of the World Cup T20. So let's, you know, shout and rally around and rally for the United States team, obviously, because we live in the United States and we want to see cricket uh, grow here in the United States. Any comments, Audley? No, sir. No. Um, no. I mean, no. what you said, you, you put a, a just about the lid on everything because you, you, you use a wide umbrella and cover everything. That's our hope because we all live in the United States. Mm, so, uh, here yeah. me go again, say nothing and yet I'm speaking. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we live in the United States and uh, we tend to uh, we do all we talk about you know West Indies and we represent West Indies and stuff, but um, and we always have to remember anyhow that we pledge our allegiance to the United States and the uh, United States team as well. So we are wishing the United States team well, and um, you, you, they are one of us. All right, put it that way. They're one of us. Thank fine. you, Audrey. Any other comments from anyone else? Yeah, um, yes, no. Dennis. My comment ahead, is, as I've always been, I, I'm concerned about the efforts that are being put into U.S. cricket development. 
Okay. By that I mean, I see uh-huh. quite a few uh, players who are retired from other countries are being given contracts and so forth, but uh, I'm not convinced that we are doing enough to attract some younger people to that are born and, and raised in the USA to be involved. Uh, maybe I have not been exposed to them, but are they doing, doing something? But I would want to see a young American, you know, being taught how to play the game. And then he, in turn, will go back and his mother will be coming to the game and will be seeing uh, an effort in this area to see new people. You, know, you don't know what, what um, talents are, are there in the USA. So that's my only concern. I'm glad when they win, but when I look on the team, I see too many foreign-born players. That's my but, my, my, but Leon, my take. Before I, before I open this up for discussion, Leon, I should point out that, you know, for cricket to grow, we need to get the PR and we need to get the excitement going. And the only way this is going to happen is if we have imports of foreign players who have name recognition, who have the skills and the quality to actually bring the press and television to the grounds and to report on it. So we do need these players to sort. It's like sowing your crops. This is what the United States Mm -hmm. is doing in terms of developing. So you're sowing Mm -hmm. that crop and we expect that it will grow because we will attract local born and other players, other enthusiasts in the United States to pick up the mantle from there because they're going to be included as we watch, for example, the minor Toyota minor league going now, because this is really mushrooming. It's uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's going to continue beyond this two years because the major league comes in next year. And, or at least when it does, we'll expect to see even bigger name uh, imports, from abroad coming in to join Major League uh, here. But, you know, I'll, I'll entertain some more comments before we ask Simon for his question. And I might just add, we are in the, uh, is this the Lawrence Yagare hour at this point, oddly? Not yet. A couple of minutes. A couple of minutes. Well, what's two minutes between uh, Just another friends? minute. Okay. I have seven. I have 7.59 here. Just another minute. Lawrence Yagare hour. Thank you. Thank you. So, is there a fight for one minute or two minutes, gentlemen? That was humor. No. So, any, Hello, any comments? Go ahead. Don. Oh, go ahead, Just Don. Just to ask a question. Yes. Panelists, for Tuesday night at 9 p.m., is it going to okay. be live on Facebook or just Zoom? It will be Zoom, and I think we will have uh, we will have uh, the Zoom. You're breaking up, and I'm not hearing you. You're breaking up badly. Yeah, you need to get a little closer to the mic or your speaker. I'm right here with my. Oh, that's better. That's better. Go ahead. I was just asked. The link is posted on Facebook. Yes, I think that's what Coach Jatin said. Coach Jatin, do you want to address If you go cricket in America's group or America's cricket coaches, we already posted. And anyone here listening, 
and like to have that link. And if you don't have a Facebook account or something, send an email or contact me, Dennis or Leon, and we will forward that link to you. It's open for anybody. Mm -hmm. But uh, Zoom doesn't allow 1,000 people at a time. So we will have expectation about serious people come out with the question and concern. And once this show is recorded, it will be available for streaming on our site, the video site, as well as the YouTube. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so uh, the link on Facebook is Quick It in America. That's what you'll search for, Quick It in America. Coach Jatin, the question, the link is Cricket in America on Facebook. Yes. Can you say yeah. yes or no? Coach. Cricket in America. Yes, I, I'm, Donna, I'm trying to get Coach to respond directly. <laughs> are you Are you listening, Coach? You did say Cricket I'm in yes, America. I am. I am Cricket in America's group as oh, well okay. as anyone wants, they can contact us. Yes, and we can provide the link. That's not a problem. Okay. All right. Okay. So, All righty. Right. Uh, we were discussing USA, and Simon, give us two minutes more. We were discussing USA, and I'm wondering what the group thinks or our um, panelists thinks of United States efforts in uh, in Zimbabwe. Do you think that uh, we're ready, we're prepared, and that we might be able to make it? Any comments? Coach, I know. Look, I, I, have you come up? I, I don't. Yeah. Dennis, I, I saw, I read the report on a match, uh, maybe it's about a week ago, and um, mm-hmm. could be a week and a half there about. Yeah. And the United States were, were bowled out, and um, I think for one person made like a hundred and a hundred and fifty, are they about? Was it Jones or somebody, or, or uh, the captain, wicketkeeper? Mm-hmm. Right, and and the rest of there was no no less than five ducks with about three, three, three or two golden ducks in it. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I would like to know what happened there. I mean, the runs are scored by practically just one person. Yes. Well, you know, one thing I can say... And the, few this... thing, the few thing I can update here is, number one, we don't have the full strength squad in the things going on currently out there, right? Number mm-hmm. two... That thing is, I believe it's in Namibia or something, but we are switching yes. to the Zimbabwe, which will be the better mm-hmm. facilities, better grounds, and it will be the different weather, even in South mm-hmm. Africa, let's say, right? Uh, number three, the intensity, because this uh, qualifier round, every team knows that they have to win within their group to go to the semifinal, right? You need to be at the mm-hmm. top two. So for the USA... I will say in the first round out of three, they need to win at least two, right? Mm-hmm. Once you do that, then you'll be in a semifinal. Means you got four teams in semifinal, and that will be the serious business because the only top two team which is which is final gonna qualify, right? So in overall, mm-hmm. if you look at it, if you can win two out of first three games in the first round and win the semifinal, you are in. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Thank you, Coach. So everything has a chance because these eight teams will be divided in two different groups. Two different groups, yeah. And everyone yeah. is playing about three from their own group. And uh, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion, or the way I look at it, the numbers, with the jersey in the same group at USA, 
there is advantage, I would say, psychological advantage, a little bit there. And that right. remains the uh, other two teams. You have to come out to win one. But uh, looking at the intensity and the level of this game at the right time, like October is the time where you're going to have the World Cup, I think there are few players, if they can step up and perform well on a given day, because T20 is not about the rosters and what they have done in past. It's what you do in that moment yeah, for three mm-hmm. hours. That matters most. Yep. So yep. I'm up I... I'm up for the USA to go through. All right. Sounds good. And for Audley, I remember the, the last two matches, that three matches that the, the USA have played, they played Namibia, and we know Namibia were at the... Yeah. Uh, the, the the, the World Cup World last Cup, yeah. year, they mm-hmm. are very strong, and they have a lot more player quality and player selection, and in terms of players who know the game. And so, I'm not totally surprised that they took a soaking in two games against Namibia. But when we met a team that is of our level, when I say our, and I mean the United States level, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. we try and we we. You know, we vanquished, we won. So, and that team, of course, is also in our group. That means that, as Coach said, it's quite likely that we could get through psychologically anyway. So, right, and and we're reminded by Jensen, of course, that uh, Jensen uh, also that um, they are not at full strength. The, the team. Yes, thank you. That's it. Virgil, did you have any comments there, or are you asleep back there? Sounds like he is asleep. All right, let's take this opportunity to welcome Jochna to the group, and uh, then we will move on to Simon and his question. Jochna, welcome, and we're happy to have you with us this week. Yeah, thank you. Good evening to everybody. And a good evening to you. Nice to hear your voice once more. All right. Thank you, Jochna. All right. Anything to contribute before we move on? On any other topics that? Uh, well, just the women's intro is not going on. So yes, thank you. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. And what do you think? Uh, what do you uh, What do you think of the chances for the women's intro? Well, certainly Team USA because I know that's the team you're probably more familiar with. What do you think of their chances? Well, chances are well. Um, chances are good. Um, I just think positive for all the US 19 girls. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll give the floor to uh, Simon for his question to the panelists. Okay, panelists, we are ready now. I'm ready for you as well. Question okay. for tonight is um, we should have the World Cup cricket every four years. Last one was played in 2019. And um, my question for the night is, which player was awarded Man of the Match for the 2019 Ooh. World Cup final? I'm going to repeat it. World Cup was played 2019, and um, which player was awarded Player of the Match, and which country did he play for? Two parts to the question. Okay. So, Cricket World Cup. 2019. That Would was the like last to... one, yes. Yeah. That was the last one? Is it's that the a last simple one? one, Simon. 
it's a England band stroke with that century was the man of the match and he yes, played against uh, yes, New Zealand. Yes. The okay. game was tied in a regulation and uh, I will not speak further. They changed the oh, rule. Yes. Oh, yeah. So England could oh, win. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the panel. <laughs> okay. Virgil? I think yeah, Virgil is I'm, going to tease. No, I'm here. I'm, 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 He's speaking mango. I'm going to go with Mr. Patel. I'm going to go with Mr. Patel um, 199% this time. <laughs> okay. Mm. All right. Take it back in. All right. Um, oh, Leon? Yeah, I was talk. Yes, of course, in England. And okay. the match was decided among the, the team that scored the most boundaries. Oh. In that. All right. And Leon seems mm. as if he's on track there. Oh, um, oddly. Yeah, I, I go with the same same answers, oh. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, we know Coach already gave us his thoughts. Uh, Donna, you have any, get any um, answer for us on this point? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Mackenzie, <laughs> your turn. Yes, I, 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 um, I go with, I go with the, um, with the, 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 um, the musician was leading on, on a team making the most boundaries. So that's where I stop. Uh, that's where I stop. Well, Simon, I think only Justin left to give us a, you know, head uh, up. Uh, answer, team. yeah. If she, if she thinks oh, um, I, I was away from the phone for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Simon's looking uh, for 2019. The... Yeah. Okay. 2019 World Cup. And uh, tell me which player was named player of the match. Okay. Well, is your husband, remember, I think your husband gave us a shot sometime. My husband, right? my hu- yeah. husband, oh, he, oh. yeah. Does he? 2019, hold on, I'm 2019? Yeah, 2019. okay, I'll give you the easy part. Which country yeah. okay. was it played in? Which country was it played in? All right. Okay, which country won? Joshua, you have an answer? 2019? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> World Cup, was, World Cup was in England. England. Okay. It was in England. Okay. All right. You got you a part of it right. You got a part right. So you, you got 50%. That's good. The man of the match okay, for that um, one. Okay. Mr. Moderator, you want me to reveal my answer? Please go right ahead because I haven't got a clue. So I'm staying in the background on this one. Go ahead. I didn't hear Mr. McKenzie. Mr. McKenzie is only with he, us. He, he agreed with us. Yes, he agreed with okay. the... With the Okay, I'll, I'll reveal my answer for mm-hmm. the for tonight is uh, the World Cup was played in England. England won, and the man of the match was awarded to Ben Stokes. All right. So he oh won. yeah, oh yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I can't knows about the game. Knows the game. Right. Knows the game All of right. cricket. See Sounds what we right. can learn from each other. Yes, because I good. know so. the game of. And he's coaching the game. And I said, um, I'm not a teenager like you fellows there, but I hope before my eyes are closed, I'll see America have a world team. That's my wish. 
Because what, uh, what the bank robber said, bank robbers robbing banks all the time in England. So the judge said, why you come here every six months robbing banks? What is with this bank robbery? He said, well, that's where the money is. So <laughs> in America, that's where the money is. So I, I like to see a lot of um, players, West Indian, Indians, South Africans come and play in America to make the money. That's where the money is. Uh, okay. So... Thank you, Simon. You have some words of wisdom there. That's where the money is. So let's cheer on the folks and let them know this is where the money is. So come and play in America. That's <laughs> right. Like that is good. Yes, Simon. Yes, uh, yes, go ahead, Leon. Would you permit me to ask Simon a question in response? I would certainly like you to do that. I appreciate it very much. Go ahead, Leon. Simon, this is an easy question. Okay, Why I'm here. What is the most run scored in an over in a test match? Is it 28? Is it 35? Is it 60? Is it 71? Or is it 85? Again, what is the most runs scored in in one over? over in yeah. a test match. Okay. And I gave you 85. I gave you some clues. 85, 71, 60, 35, or 28? I would say 35. 35. Ooh. Well... So well, Leon, he shot this evening. Very sharp. He, he got it correct on that one. Boy, yeah, yeah, correct yeah. on that one. Yeah. <laughs> because right. if I, if my math correctly. Okay, the next part of the question: Who is the batsman that made the most runs? Made the most runs in that over. And of who's which which bowler? Okay, I'll 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 give a guess. I'll say it is the the, the Jamaican player. Um, no, you missed. Don't the Jamaican? Miss oh, I thought it was the Jamaican. Don't worry about miss. that. You missed. Don't worry about the Jamaican. The Jamaican who hit no. six sixes in one over. Okay. <laughs> no. You're not listening. You're not Gale, listening. I was thinking of Gale. Yeah. Simon, here is a clue. This is the same baller. Give the maximum runs in uh, ODI yeah. also. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, same my, baller. My mind uh, just came to me and told me I was thinking of um, Chris Gale. Yeah. That's the first name no. to me. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, not Chris Gale. Okay. Let me go on a little further then. I'll have to go with Brian Lara. No. No, he had the record. He shared the record formerly with um with, with another, the guy from Australia. Another, another clue. Twenty-eight runs. Another clue. This baller is still active, and the batsman who scored maximum run in Test is also active. Okay. <laughs> they both are playing. A double whammy. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> they're both playing. They're both still playing. Bo- bo- both in one. Yeah, even they are playing today. How about that? Oh, ah, they're ah, today. <laughs> so it, it, Come on, Simon. <laughs> playing today, right? It must, it must yeah. be West, a oh, West Indian or a New Zealander. No, none of no, them. England, England and India playing. Yeah, oh, it must be India then. Experience. I'll go with India. Uh, I told you they are playing from today. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go with India. So who is the Indian? Uh, the Indian that can do that much damage right now. Okay. 
No, uh, I, I was thinking of um, Dravid, but those men not playing anymore. Those are in my time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's put Simon out of his misery here, and me too, because I think it's Mr. Pant. Pant? No. Okay, no, I got no, it wrong. No, I, I have the answer. Can I answer? Oh. Donna okay. has the answer. Donna has the answer. It's it oh. Justin Mora. Yes, Donna. Oh. <laughs> All right. In the, in the test against England. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. You see how much I learned from this cricket show? All the way from Sankit. But Mr. Thank Simon. Thank you so much. Mr. Simon. Yeah. Some, I'm sometime, sometime, sometime you're like a train that is running and when we're trying to stop, you're not listening. No, that's wrong. You're going on the wrong way. It's not a Jamaica. They're still, oh, what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I so thank you, Donald. Thank you so much. So uh, we, you, you love the game almost as much as I do. Okay. <laughs> will. At, the will. Same time, at the same time, this is the Stuart Broad who gives six sixes to you without seeing in an ODI okay. format, and now he's giving 35 runs in a test format. So he's in record books for one yeah, uh, yeah, bad yeah, reason, yeah. I will say. Yeah, 35, yeah. Twice. I was say 35, yeah. Because I figured... So wrong side of the history. Yeah. Let's try... You see, Mr. Patel, what a great show we have on this radio. We learn so much about the game, and uh, we all learn from each other. Because I, I was shocked to know that um, Donna would know the answer, you know, and um, oh. she's... Why? Why? Donna listen to cricket. our show. Don't mess, Donna. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't mess with Donna. No, 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 no. Don't mess with Donna. I know, I know, I know. So, yes, well, I've been, I've been I, following I, this game since I was three years I old, Donna. <laughs> I was following this game since I was three years old. Dang it. And oh. I learned something <laughs> new every <laughs> Sunday night. versus India. Yes, yes we're, we're, we're heading there. Simon, thank you for the question. Leon, thank you for the backup. And, of course, Donna, top of the class, you get the hat today for the And thank question. you so much for that answer, Donna. I will never forget that. Thank you so much. All right. So now let's, let's move on to the replay of England's fifth test match, or is it the delayed fifth test match? From a year ago. Rescheduled, rescheduled, rescheduled. Oh, well, I think if whatever you want to call it, I'm generous, so I will accept whatever you want (laughs) to call it, but it's still that that peculiar test match, fifth test match from a year ago. You know, so, all right, if you wish, I'll give bow to your uh, senior experience and knowledge there. It's the rescheduled fifth test. India against England, and of course, India came out of the gate uh, struggling, and thanks to Mr. Pant and uh, and I know Boomer fixed in the Pant and Jadeja Pant with 146 and Jadeja 104, and I think Boomer contributed somewhere in in the 30s, maybe 31 or thereabouts. 31, 31, 31, and. We ended up India with a hundred, uh, sorry, 416 all out. We had England go in in the first innings, and we thought that they had things pretty much on the boil to set India a total. But 
once again in India struck back with Bearstow Savior and Root Bearstow and Root again the dynamic duo saved England Bacon somewhat and they put on whatever the run total was to take England to 284 for 10 giving India a first inning lead of 125 and currently India in their second innings 125 for 3 with um, we have Pant on 30 not out and is that Pujara 50 not out total yes, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, Pujara is called the wall. Just the wall. The wall. Well, the wall yeah. is still there, stri- seemingly giving England a lot of difficulty getting past. 257 is the lead at the end of day three. The question for the panelists discussing this is: Can this match end in a result for one side or the other? And who do you think will do it? Let's start well, off. Just before you go on, Mr. Moderator. A uh, question yeah. for you. Uh, yeah. why in, uh, India made 416, and yes. uh, England, you said, made uh, two-something. Why didn't you just send India back, back in? No, 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 no. They, they made 284, and I don't think the I think the um, follow-on in the test, I think, is 200, if I'm not mistaken. 200. So, 200. so they were yeah, not. Yeah, that was my uh, question. They were, they were just sent in England back in. And put, but and they, put the pressure they, on them. No, that they can't because okay. England. It was they weren't eligible. They, they, they weren't eligible. Put them back. They in. needed. Yeah. Right. They mm-hmm. needed to have scored 215 to get us to follow on. So anyway, okay. let's start with the breakdown. It can this match end in a result for either team? Which is the team that's likely to do it? And what is your thoughts on the various? contribution coming on. Let's start with Virgil. Yes, definitely it's going to be a result. Okay, definitely. Um, in, in, India is in the favorite, but as you said, you never know what can happen. You can turn around at England, come back around and even 400 or whatever. Lastly, you never know what can happen. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, I give India, India the, the heads up for this one. Hopefully no rain, no more rain or anything um, interrupt. All right. And I'll for the, the contribution of the, the, the batting, which mm-hmm. um, was that, Judasia make 100 and Pants make 100. That was really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, for England with base Stoke, man, I love base Stoke, man. And I just love to see base Stoke back, man. So, I mean, I was happy to see he get um, 100. Another I 100. watched the game, and it was very... It was very, very excited, man. And just like, it was a real excited test match again. All right. Virgil thinks India will win. And uh, let's move down the list. Leon, who you think will take this one? Yeah, India. Definitely India has the, the upper hand in this test match. But um, I want to say something about England. England have gotten a weak spot in their attack. How often... Have they gotten a team five wickets down for 100 or less or thereabouts and has let them off the hooks? You know, and the other point I want to mention again is that Stokes being a captain, I don't think he's playing a more irresponsible innings. He's going and trying to play a flamboyant innings 
all the time when society is in, in, in need of of you as the captain to lead the charge. You're depending on you're depending on other batsmen, Root and company. He should be more responsible. If he were a West Indian batsman, we would be crying saying he, he, he's not playing. That shot should not have been played at that point. You're in trouble. Not all the time you can you can take your horse to the pond and he's gonna drink. So that's my my, my comment. He needs to be more responsible. He he won against New Zealand. And he didn't do a major role, play major role. And like Virgil said, based on the back, backbone of the innings, saving them more than one occasion. So Ben Stoke has got to step up with his batting. Well, you know, Leon, I, 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 before, before I move on, I, I saw a lot of praise being heaped upon Ben Stoke as the new savior of English cricket. So I'm surprised to hear you say that. But be that as it may, let's hear what Audley has to say. Audley. Uh, those praises were for the for the um, New Zealand series where they whitewashed the New Zealand, the, the Kiwis, three zip. So, of course, you're going to be getting a lot of praise and stuff like that. Okay. Um, India, um, we talk about getting a result. Um, it's going to be either India or England. And if rain should intervene and there's a draw, it will still be a result. Right, uh, draw is a result. But um, in the position where we are right now, where the where the match is, where the match really is, I would say, without a doubt, that India has the ascendancy, no doubt about that. And um, but we have seen, when it comes to cricket, we have seen um, things that happen that that shock us sometimes. You know, for instance, India was all out for 36 down in Australia. They came back and another match and come back and win the match. But here, what happened now? Is um, if if um Australia if if um India should continue to bat and make anything over 400, 420, 450, it's doomsday for England. Um, the only thing that the only thing they could hope for is that they would have some 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 batsmen going out there and just play some dogged cricket and and draw the match. If England, India should give them anything over 450 or 450, there's no chance that they, that England is going to win. I will stick my neck out when it comes to that, you know. And um, uh, the, 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 the Indians, the bowling is in you know, attack. The, the tail is in the air right now, and they, they, they're good. Um, let me comment about Mr. Pant. Mr. Pant, you, 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 people talk about the T20 cricket killing Test cricket. I'm telling you, it's the other way around right now. T20 cricket saving test yes. cricket. Yes. Mm-hmm. T20 mm-hmm. cricket saving test cricket. Because mm-hmm. Pant would never have played the South of Ennis had he not been accustomed to playing T20, the IPL and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. This man is playing shots that people are playing now before the, the advent of T20 cricket. They, they don't play those shots. People just watch the balls go by. No, he's a, he made 146 in 111 balls. Strike rate of 131.53. We hear people make 100 <laughs> having that strike rate. Jadeja uh, was playing, Jadeja, uh, he mm-hmm. was playing the, the, the ordinary test rule. And um, Bearstow is the same thing the last and in the, in the match against, um, against New Zealand. That, that's exactly how he played. And he did make the statement that the T20 helped. So um, he's a talk before that, you know, people don't play certain shots, but now. 
um, I will just repeat myself. Now T20 is saving Test cricket. And right, sir, I have India to win, but as, it, as I've always said, it's cricket, anything can happen. Thank All you. right. Thank, thank you, Audley. Bearstow definitely did credit, uh, give credit to mm-hmm. T20 for uh, the improvement in his performance. Coach Jatin, what's your take? India wins. Okay. They got the psychology pressure on England already. Okay. I know Bearstow made a century, but look at how many chances he got. And this mm-hmm. team will be a bit. And numbers don't lie. Yep. There is a lot of things on India's flavor. Number one, this punt is a completely different player for Test cricket. Oh, and this okay. is his fifth century. All centuries are coming in a final test of the series. And he is able to turn around the table for India. So I'm up for this one, too. Like his century will not be wasted. Number two, England we have seen in a pressure, they don't play long well. Lately, if you look at the England scorecards for last four years, they are heavy rely on number one root. Number two is a bench stroke. And the third one is uh, here and there, another few batsmen, something like that. So that psychology impact will be key in this game. They are already up by 257. And I will say 350-plus in this test with the wicket acting up. It will be completely different business for England. The punt, tell you one simple thing, is not playing T20-style cricket. Punt is playing the basic game, which is we all learn. Cricket is all about scoring. Only the thing he is doing it, compared to all world players out there is, he is not playing soft-hand defense. Even he is playing for defense, he is pushing that ball for few runs. And if it is hitting, he is harder to get the maximum out of it. Other than that, his innings are calculative. He is not throwing bad everywhere, if you look at it. He has the strokes. He is picking up the ball very well. The only the difference is a lot of players get into the pressure and try to play soft-hand defense. That is not his style. And in that case, I will say, more he gets uh, experience in this level of format, he will be, I consider, as a more dangerous player than Virendra Shehwag. Shehwag never played under pressure. He don't care what the situation is. He's going to play his own game, and that's how the punch is. But the good thing is, he tackles with the pressure and put the performance when it's needed. Coach, definitely your insight on being able to withstand the pressure shows that it is very, very important part of the game. Donna, if you're listening, what is your thoughts? Who do you think will win, India or England, and will we get a result? Right now, I'm giving it to India. They are mm-hmm. for that. Okay. Thank you for your contribution. Uh, India, you think, will take the cake. Let's see if Mackenzie agrees with you. Mackenzie? Yeah, I, I, I think that Marcus Evans was wrong. 
I definitely. <laughs> okay. Mackenzie says. I am, I'm that possible about that. Quite positive. See, How many days left? Can, can you tell me why? Why can you tell me why you say that? Well, um, it's that yeah, these are two two fighting teams, mm-hmm. and England is not going to give up, and England is trying to win it, but I think England will just hold out. All right, Mackenzie has the answer. Because I think it's only it ring can can right. the ring. Looks like Leon has a follow up. Yeah, yeah, just to you know, just to follow up. I, I, isn't it two days left in in the game? Two days, yes, two, days. Yes. two days, yes, two days. Yes, yeah. two days. And okay. India don't have to win, you know. If we, if this match draws, India will be winning the series. Yeah, you know that, right, Mackenzie. But does so, that matter? Um, I know that. Okay, Virgil, we'll take it. I'm going to with Jamai P now. No, I'm going to go on the opposite, everybody. Now, I'm going to say England win the game. Okay. Oh. You may, you may turn not to be right. It's cricket. You never know. Virgil has a change of heart. Vague Stoke is going to give me 221. Okay. All right, Virgil changed his mind and he's rooting because, for you know something? When when Ben Stoke going to bat, this time he's going to bat like a captain. He's not going to do the stupid thing like what he did in the first innings. I thought, is it Bear Stoke or Ben Stoke? He's going to bat like a captain this time. Okay, but so is it Ben Stoke who's going to get and Ben Stokes, is it Ben Stokes or Bear Stokes you're talking about? Virgil? No, Ben Stokes. Oh, he said. He said Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes. Two hundred and twenty. But Ben Ben Stokes, the captain, he got to play a captain. Not. If he don't do that, I mean, we all destroy. But Ben Stokes will give me two hundred and twenty. All right, Virgil thinks Ben Stokes and Bear Stokes will win the match for England. Um, Simon. Simon, what do you think, uh, England or India? Oh, good heavens. There's no doubt. India is going to win hands down. There's no doubt about it. The math can't lie. Two and two is four all the time. You can't change that. They're too far here. England can't even draw the match. They can't draw it. India all the way. And India has the best team in the world. So there's no doubt about it. I've been following cricket since I'm three years old, and I know there's no way England can win. England is my team after West Indies. But logic tells me that they can't win. Simon Simon has the logic, and Simon allows us to segue into the West Indies performance. Uh, Perhaps we can include the test, but more more closely the T20 matches that we've just witnessed in the, well today and of course uh, the first one wasn't but what do you think of the chances in Guyana different wicket a lot um, perhaps more um, moisture in the air who's likely to prevail in Guyana I'll start at the bottom again and ask Simon do you think uh, oh pardon me before I move on I did not get Joshna's um, input on the uh, India England series before we move on. Joshna? Yes. Uh, Can you hear me? Yes. India, England. 
who do you think will take In that? India, of course. Of course. We do not know, need to ask Jasna if she's been thinking about this because she already has the answer. Purely. Thank you, Jasna. What about the the um, West Indies chances in uh, Guyana against Bangladesh for the third T20? Do you think? Uh, how do you think it will go? And do you, did you see any of this match today? No, I did not, but uh, I wish all the best for West Indies. They perform well. All right. Thank you. Jasna thinks that Bangladesh has the edge, but she won't quite say it. So she's wishing the West Indies good fortune. Right? Sounds good. Yes. Simon, <laughs> Simon. Now, in, 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 can you give this to me in 30 seconds? Who do you think will be win in Guyana? Who is that? Simon, 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 Simon. Oh. Simon's not there. I'm, li- right. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm saying, I'll, I'll, I'll go with West Indies. I'll go with West yep. Indies. Yeah, I had to see right. the match, but I'll go with West Indies. All right. Okay. Thank you. Where Simon goes with West Indies. Mackenzie. West Indies will win that one. West Indies is playing very good now, and they have uh, uh, some tough teams coming in. So they really must win up. They will will take this one. All right. Mackenzie thinks that the strength of the West Indies is just coming to the front. All right. That's um, right. Donna? No? No, Donna? All right. Well, we will come back to Donna. Coach, who do you think will take this right one? Here, right here, right here. Okay. okay, okay, Donna. So, you know, I'm going behind my We're not hearing you clearly, Donna. I'm not sure. Can, can, you, not sure can, you, move from, can you move from where you are? You, you have been, you've been breaking up a lot. I have little confidence in beating Guyana because of the, uh, okay. the rain Donna had some contribution which we appreciate but I have to tell you Donna we still had a lot of um, breaking up on so your end so we didn't hear clearly all your uh, we were breaking up Donna let's maybe we can come back at the okay. when we go the other way okay. All right, um, Coach Jatin, what's your thoughts on uh, the West Indies in Guyana? Do you think Bangladesh has Im- will improve enough to challenge the West Indies? No, with the current form, uh, they are only down, and uh, looks like uh, West Indies has mm-hmm. upper hand. They'll win it. All right, thank you. Okay, um, oddly, did we uh, coach thinks West Indies has it? What do you think? I'm I'm looking at the West Indies team right now, and I'm seeing a galaxy of stars that are performing. Brandon King, Myers, Brooks didn't make much this time, but, you, you know, Poran, Rodman Powell, Ramara, Shepard, Odin Smith, and then there's Akil Hussein and my uh, other um, bowler there, my other favorite guy, Obid McCoy. Watch mm-hmm. all those guys. Kimo Paul, um, no, West Indies, it's over. Oh, all right. Mark, did I ask Mark for his um, input? I think I may have missed you. Mark, Mackenzie? Yes. I, I, I think uh, West Indies is going to be a little bit. 
All right, without West Indies, emphatically from from uh, Mackenzie. Okay, Virgil. <laughs> I'm going to vote over to everybody else. Here, what? I'm going. I'm going for the, to the team that playing for their country right now, which is the WI. Okay. Right. Oh. W-I-N Virgil says W-I-N W-I-N is the team to watch Okay, Leon, you wrap this one up for us, please Yeah, West is always a little concerned with, about the form of the captain Glad to see Thomas is giving a, a knock and he's behind the stump and doing a good, great job and uh, they got a number of stars, and he just take two or three of them to make a good showing. But I want to see the captain, Puran, get into the run. He make a few, but we want to see him get in the top bracket and scoring some consistent 50s in that format that he enjoys. Question is all the way. All right. Leon wants to, to, to run. Rabman Powell, Rabman yes. Powell got, yes. went wild. Um, 61 yeah. in 28 balls, six sixes, mm-hmm. two fours. Wow. Yeah. Right. Now, now we know why Brosman got called up to the IPL. They see something that mm-hmm. uh, perhaps a lot of people are not yeah. quite seeing just yet. And Leon thinks that Puran needs to pour it on a little bit more. At any rate, a um, question for uh, I like the panelists. <laughs> Question for the <laughs> panelists. You know, we I, I was looking at the list for the team for today and I cannot recall. Did Devon Thomas play in today's game match? No. No, I he played so. yesterday. No, he, he played yes, in yesterday's yes. match, not today. So who who did they for, swap? For them? Actually wicket for and did the right. wicketkeeping. Captain and wicketkeeper. Right, I know that. Mm-hmm. So, who did they leave out of yesterday's team and brought in? I mean, they left out Thomas, but who came in for Thomas today? Walsh played, McCoy played, who's yes, played? Kim Paul. Kim Paul. No, but he didn't. No, Kim Paul is a bowler, is he not? Did he? I, I don't know. Yeah, he is. Bowler batsman. Bowler batsman, mm-hmm. but he didn't get to bat, so, but he bowled so a little bit. So they used they utilize the captain since he covers he covers as a wicket keeper. Keeper, so, right? Um, I guess they, they they brought in the extra bowler. Oh, okay. Now I from today's game. Then, look, one I, other point. One other point. Go, go ahead, Leon. Before we move on, I think yes. I mentioned I had it noted here, but Odin Smith. Uh-huh. He's getting a little bit too expensive for my liking these days. I I, I I'll agree with you. Yeah, he's getting a little too much for him to be in the. He started the IPL in good, good uh, nick. It doesn't belong there. And not being able to bowl that ball that can prevent you from hitting him for boundary. And he's going for plenty in in most of his overs. So I hope that he can tighten up. You know? Well, Leon thinks Odin Smith needs to tighten up. But I was wondering about. Uh, Obed McCoy. I know he took two wickets in two balls for what was amounted to about seven runs. But then in the other mm-hmm. overs he bowled, he looked as if he either he was trying too hard to impress or he just has not been listening to the coaches if the coaches are doing their job. Because how he bowled his final overs, I don't think that he was really 
bowling uh, as I would think for the type of uh, match it is. Look at Bangladesh came back to 158 for six and could quite conceivably had you know given England uh, West Indies a run. So I wouldn't quite rule Bangladesh out of the Guyana series because the wicket down there might be a little slower and therefore the spin Bangladesh will come into the spin will come into play. Thank you for that um, contribution there, um, Audley. I think definitely. So you might be having second thoughts now and agreeing with me that Bangladesh has a good chance, Audley. No, we, we have spin, we have good spinners too. We have Hayden Waltz and and um, um, the Akil. Artist, Akil Hussein. Hussein. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hussein. Uh, I think well, they, are, they are class. They are class spinners, and uh, they can answer the call as well. Okay, but uh, I'm just wondering about that. But there again, I'm also wondering if we will actually get a completed match. You know, matches in Guyana because Guyana. This must be the rainy season for Guyana. It's been rain as uh, Guyana co- has rain, and there's a batting strip. It's more oh. batting strip in Guyana, and a lot of rain down but, there. But how can we be a batting strip when there's so much rain, uh, Mac, and they're not getting to play? The women's series... I don't series... know, but I never... I remember when we used to play the Shell, Sheila and Sabot down there. Everything uh-huh. is ending for a draw. Because I think it didn't give anybody any help at all. Okay. I don't know if things have improved now, but then it's a batting... To me, it's a batting strip. All right. Thank you. Guyana's a batting strip, and I'm wondering if it's actually a bowling wicket because of that, uh, all that water and that, um, you know, the, the, the humidity and the amount of water in the air. But let's start with Coach on the Australia-Sri Lanka series. Uh, Australia's ready. What, uh, two up. Second test coming up in about three or four days, uh, Coach. What do you think? You think... Uh, Sri Lanka can pull something out of their hats. Did we lose coach? Oh, we've lost the coach. Coach did not is not hang around. All right, let's go back up to Virgil. Do you think that Sri Lanka can pull something out of their hat? Virgil is not listening either. I, I missed I missed that one a while ago. I said that uh, we have Australia and Sri Lanka playing out there in uh, Sri Lanka. Australia has taken the first two matches, the ODI, the fifth ODI, and, of course, the first test with the second one due in three days' time. Do you think that uh, uh, Sri Lanka can, uh, you know, possibly pull the wool out of the fire this time around in the next test? Test match, um, Sri Lanka the win second, the one, um, T20. Second test match between Australia and Sri Lanka. Do you, do you think uh, Sri Lanka can pull the wool? Yeah. Anything is possible, yeah. man. Um, anything is possible. So I'm, I'm going to give them credit for this one coming up. I know who right. do that. Yep. Okay. Leon, Sri Lanka, Australia. I think Australia is going to take it. But you, you can't write off um, the Sri Lankan say They sometimes come up with a little bag of trick. But uh, still, I think I'm still all over. It's hard yes. for them to overcome that attack and the batting force that exists in the, the uh, Australian setup. 
Okay, well, Sri Lanka has done well in the ODIs, but they somehow seem to be struggling here in the uh, in the test match. But we'll see what happens. Let's hear what uh, Audley has to say on this one. Uh, the last time Australia toured Sri Lanka, I think Sri Lanka beat them 3-0 uh, mm. 2019, if I'm not mistaken. So right now, the, the, the Australians are taking revenge <laughs> on, the, on the Sri Lankans. Uh, you, you know, um, the, the one day ODI series, though, it was close, uh, 3-2. And um, this time around, they are making sure that they, 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 they are not going to be leaving Sri Lanka embarrassed. So I think it's going to be Australia all the way. They, 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 the Sri Lankans will fight, but, but I think it's going to be a little too late. The Australians will take the series. All right. Uh, mm. Oddly, things that Sri Lanka is uh, about to get a hiding. Donna, you think Sri Lanka can beat Australia, like Oddly says? No. Donna is still going up there. Mackenzie. Well, um, listen to me. Um, Australia uh-huh. has been having quite a few injured players. All right. And um, I think they're on and off the field. And I, 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 I'm going to give Sri Lanka um, the, uh, um, the, uh, the benefit of it out. Absolutely. Simon's, you know, Mackenzie thinks that uh, Sri Lanka that uh, she's going to give it to Sri Lanka, if I remember correctly. Who do you yeah, think will yeah. take it? Well, think, I'm, I'm going to go with Australia. You know, go you have Australia. to look at the teams. Australia has the better team. You know, uh, the better team doesn't always win, but this time I'm going to go with Australia. All right, Jackson, do you agree with Simon that Australia will take this one? No, Jackson is not with us. All right. We what? Okay. Let's take a look at the India women in Sri Lanka. I mean, India won the T20 series two games to one, and India won the first ODI by four wickets. You know, Sri Lanka scoring 171, India 176 or four. The second ODI is due up in tomorrow. Anybody thinks that uh, Sri Lanka can, uh, ladies can uh, get a little revenge on uh, India women in the, in the uh, second ODI? Let's see if Jaksna has an appearance there. Jaksna, what do you think? Oh, seems that Jaksna is not there, so it must be. All right, Simon, we're going to go back up the table. Do you think? Sri Lanka can beat India in the women's series, ODI? You me? Yes, that's you, Simon. Do you think Sri Lanka can beat India women in the ODI tomorrow? Again, I'm going to go with India. <laughs> okay. Go with India. All right. So Simon's rooting for India. Mackenzie? Um, India this time. India again. All right. Okay. Donna, India, are you... India. Yes. Oh, oh, I see. I heard from uh, India all the way. All right. Donna, India or Sri Lanka and the women? Oh, Donna's still absent. Okay, let's try. Virtual is asleep too. Oddly, you take it. 
Well, um, when it comes to the, the, the latest game, um, yeah, I think it's a little closer when it comes to those ODIs or T20. Um, Sri Lanka has shown in the past um, to um, that that they that they play good, good limited overs cricket. So I think it, it it's going to be a duel, but I think the Indians will continue to hold the upper hand. I think they they'll do it again. All right, thank you. Okay, gentlemen, Leon, let's wrap it up with your comment before we start the comment count now. Brief, brief. Briefly, yeah. I say you're going to take a COVID replacement player for India to lose. Okay. That means that the COVID India, Indian per player goes out with COVID or yes, all the way if around? Yes, India player goes out with COVID, then Sri Lanka okay. will win. Okay. I get it. I get it. Other than that, oh. Sri Lanka, India all the way. Right. Is that some prophecy? <laughs> <laughs> Look like you got some prophetic event. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Mm. One and all, we have five minutes remaining. Let's wrap up. Your final thoughts, please, Juxner. Yeah. Juxner, your well, final all thoughts, the please. best for the teams. And all of you have a good evening and be safe and take care. And so this was a great show again. We'll meet you next Sunday. Thank you, Juxna. All right, Simon, your final thoughts? Yes, and I'll go along with Jetna. It was a wonderful, wonderful show. I learned so much tonight. And um, I must say that uh, Mr. Uh, Patel, knows his cricket. He knows cricket. And it's good to be on the show learning from you talented men who know the game so well. I want you all to have a very wonderful week, safe week. And we'll be back here next Sunday on the Cricket Show from 6 to 9. Have a wonderful week, all. Be safe. Good night. And Q Simon says good night. Mackenzie, final thoughts. Well, I just want to say it's, uh, I, I really enjoyed this one. This was very, very aggressive and dynamic. And I look forward to next week. And I'm very, I want to wish everybody a very nice Fourth of July holiday, uh, holiday. Hope you be, be safe, stay in the crease, and enjoy yourself. Have fun. All right. Mackenzie so says, I would like to see you all on the radio next Sunday, God's willing. So I right. see you Mac- there. Good night. Mac- Mackenzie says, See you on the radio next week, Audley. What's your final thoughts? <laughs> oh, my final thought is that I think we had a very good show, and um, it's independence. Let us remember, um, don't play around with those firecrackers if you're not, um, you know, supposed to. And um, be safe. And we want to see everybody want to talk to everybody next week, God willing. And my thought for the day is a man is not old until regrets take the place of his dreams. Then, All of right. course, if you have no regrets, then you're old. <laughs> Thank see you next week, God willing. All right. Audley says, be safe. Uh, Donna, your final thoughts, please. <coughs> Donna, your final thoughts? Okay. Donna is absent. Mackenzie, I'm sorry, not Mackenzie. Leon, your final thoughts before yes, we wrap another up. Another great show, another wonderful show. I enjoyed it immensely. And just be safe. Beware of the firecrackers. It started in my neck of the woods. 
And Miss Mc- okay. Mackenzie, don't let me go to Miami to receive a mail from you. Donna, did you come back or no? No sign. Your final thought, please, uh, Virgil. Um, well, just want to wish all the listeners, I mean, a lot of listeners, I hope you guys had a wonderful stay with us tonight um, and enjoy the show. Looking forward to you again next week. And just want to wish Rakim Cornwall. All the best. And next week, he'll be taking over the lead in the run scoring. Okay, Thank you very thank much. And good night to each one of you. Thank you all. And my final thought is to remind you, when you have a spare moment next Saturday morning, tune in to the Saturday morning entertainment show because that is the place to be on your Saturday morning. Dogtalkradio.com, Caribbean Global Voices. You can call in and share your thoughts with Ivor. And his crew, 563-999-3693. And is Murchis still with us? I don't think Murchis is still with us. Murchis? She is full now. She is full now. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my final thought is this. We will go out on the favorite theme. Good night. Have a safe and pleasant weekend. Good night. Good night. Good night.
a warrior for Michael holding, holding the heat of the battle Michael should have left a long time I heard an angry brother shout Caribbean man, that, 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 that is the root of our trouble Oh, in these tiny theaters of conflict and confusion Better known as the eyes of the West California time, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Good night, all. Good night. Good night to you, Dennis. Great show. Great show. Good night. Good night.